schedule. Look, I, I gotta figure out what that is. What's a virtual camera? Oh hell, I ain't got a clue. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Yeah, it looks like most games are starting Wednesday. Appalachian State plays Wednesday. Look at that. It's to be decided though. Adrian Delph. Um, play South Carolina State. So looking uh, at some other news and notes before we kind of delve into the NBA and, and college football today, uh, our our topics, our main topics here. Um, Dabo, mm-hmm. Matt of Florida State, from yeah. the game, saying they they were ducking him, but Hunter. You don't make someone fly to you and then duck them game day. You right. tell them Friday. Mm-hmm. So if there was any ducking, I'm sure it would have went Thursday or Friday. Not only that, <laughs> how can Florida State duck Clemson mm-hmm. when Clemson was the one that had the COVID-positive right. player? Right. And we're allowing him they just, he's to saying travel. They just didn't want to get beat. Uh, I mean, Clemson, <laughs> did you really need this game anyways? <laughs> I don't know. Florida State, I think, has only won two, three games this year. So, <laughs> right. I mean, are you really that upset? Are you upset that much, Dabo? You couldn't go down there and lay a 50-burger on them? You're going to hit their – yeah, right. Like, uh, exactly. You weren't making no money off of it no ways. Football coaches are not where you go for um, positivity. Um, I thought – if anybody, with as outspoken, with as outspoken as Dabo is mm-hmm. – you would think, and he's actually very conscious about situations and stuff. He knows, he, he's in the know about maybe certain things that you should and shouldn't do. And you mean to tell me you're mad at Florida State because you're the dumbass that let a COVID-positive player travel with the team? Right, I mean, that's... That's, I, that's just stupid. But, yeah. You can't be mad at Florida State because of your stupidity. That You're just doing deflection, and that's just not working this way. Just a weird situation altogether uh, with this stuff. What, what what can we do? What can't we do? Jeez, um, my internet is slowing right there. Yeah, my internet was pretty slow too. It was it was earlier today. Just like looking at stuff online and yeah. uploading our um, earlier um, news and and stuff on the radio this morning. I noticed it was it was kind of chugging along there a little bit as well. Um, well, I mean, our stream looks good. Twenty six hundred there. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's still running. Good God, at the number of games being played in college basketball. If we do college basketball picks, there's no way we can go through all of these. First of all, we're not picking college yeah. basketball games. Like, holy shit. Is that a lot this weekend? Yeah. I, it just keeps going. Oh, you're scrolling. <laughs> this is schedule. <laughs> and then I'm looking at, Man. I could actually count easier how many of these would be canceled or postponed. When One, you let two, three, 68 four. teams, Hunter, into a... Single elimination. There have been 14 canceled or postponed. When, when you let 16 teams in a single elimination tournament, the regular season don't mean nothing. No. Except for teams that want to get beat in the first round. Well, it only means something for those that are... who are at least tra- fighting for maybe like a top four seed in each game. I'm not even concerned about that. You still get in the tournament, don't you? Well, yeah, but it's just all about matchups. Seed, does that matter? No. Because it does. Home. It does because the two seed. You can look and see whether or not a two or a three seed, or maybe a four seed, is going to get past the, whichever one seed they get matched up in with that in their part mm-hmm. of the bracket. But I agree with you that everybody below them, it really doesn't matter. Well, I mean, You're going to have one Cinderella every year where they win maybe the first two or three rounds, but then after that, they, they meet they meet a juggernaut, and it's just like it, it, they blow them out the water. Mm-hmm. Not you don't see very often anymore. Butlers make the run. But, and I know I'm going to ruin a lot of people's lives with this statement, but how important are Carolina Duke games? 
They're very important. No, they're not. They're very important. Mm-mm. They're very important. No, just like I, I told, well, I t- tried to tell Tom that day that the University of North Carolina has never played an important football game in the history of the school. Duke, North Carolina, <laughs> usually the winner of that game okay. is the they're, one that is winning twice. the ACC. All right. They play twice and sometimes in the tournament. Yeah. What I'm saying is, at the end of the year, when you get in that single elimination tournament, and game earlier didn't well, mean nothing. You're, you, can, you can make the point that, of course, when you make tur- it's all about making the tournament. So whatever you do before, right. it doesn't if matter. You go 28-1 if you go 28-1 and lose to the Tar Heels, you're still the one seed. Right. Or two at the worst. So. Exactly. Um, I, but I just I'm an you can't really you can't <laughs> you can't say that because of how much of a rivalry how that is game this Duke is. Coppin State game this weekend. No, it's not important at all. Uh, all right, Ask you me. can we can, but it's the same thing in college basketball here as it is like North Carolina. They open those. North Carolina opens up Wednesday with College of Charleston. That's not that's not supposed to mean much. Duke could lose that game, still get a one seed. They could if Alabama if they just lost went the out that game in football though. They wouldn't get a one seed, probably. Well, Alabama might. But Alabama I'm just might. saying, for example, if you lose to Coppin State in football, I'm just saying college basketball games, especially those early ones, they're so meaningless. Well, college basketball. Garner, Webb, and Duke. Like, I like college basketball. A lot of people don't like college basketball anymore, but I like college basketball because there you can see, you know which teams are obviously going to have the more talent, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because – even a Butler or even John Morant, who's the second pick in the draft, came from Murray State. Like mm. they, they got good players everywhere. Right. It's just on the fact of, you know, maybe it came down to North Carolina just didn't have as many scholarships that they could give out. It's just to me, it's just it's more disappointing. The more teams you add to that tournament, and and and, and the regular fans like, yeah, I want, and they look at the seeds, and this is what's this is what's crazy about it is is that you you know you want upsets, you want Cinderella. So let's do some math on these seeds. Well, six, who do they play in the first? Well, it's the 5-12. That's the big one, mm-hmm. right? 5-12 well, matchup. Well, if you're fifth, you're ranked what? 20th? Probably. Okay. If you're 12, you're ranked what? I ain't got a clue. How big of an upset is the 48th best team beating the 20th best team? Is that enough for us to say, you know what? We need more of that. That's a pretty big upset. Hunter. It's 28 spots. <laughs> <laughs> How many top well, – I need to look at the seeds and see what the seedings is for his championship. I don't know if anybody outside of a top six has ever won a championship. I don't think anybody ever has. I, I, I'm not sure. Because, um, or at least of recent memory, I think they said within the last 10 years, it's all whoever's made the championship's always been either a one, two, or three seed. Right. I'm going to pull that one up. I'm just happy that it's starting up, though, because uh, North Carolina left me with a bad taste in my mouth last year in their basketball program. Have uh, they gotten any better? They're 16th somehow. <laughs> <laughs> they obviously didn't look at how it ended last year, but they're 16th somehow. So, all right, number one seeds, 63% of the time. Mm. They've had 22 champions. The rest of the seeds added together have 13. <laughs> <coughs> obviously, folks, that's the past 35 winners, not the, the history of the of the whole tournament, but that's a pretty good uh basis of it uh 22 out of 35 are number one seeds five number twos four number threes making up 31 of the 35 champions are a top three seed Mm -hmm. you've had one four one six one seven and one eight win the title 
And that's oh, funny. I, I, know, even I know who won. I think the eight, the seven or the eighth was uh, Kimba's UConn team. NC State's one of those two. I think they were the six. I thought they were the six, though. What year was that? Well, that, no, that didn't even last 35 years. That's outside of 35 years. That's 37 years. So State isn't even on that list. God dang, Hunter. That makes you feel old. Um, or makes me feel old. I know it don't make you. The uh, It's funny I brought up the 512 seed, considering there's no five seed that's ever won it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that 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 twenty that forty eight beating that twenty hundred it don't really unless a one two or three fall for the most part that that you know that's that's the only upsets what there is are that? is the top three seeds twenty fourteen so anything if you're looking four anything four and below hundred is not really an upset yeah it really isn't I'll get I, if you want to lean on four and I'll give you top sixteen the sweet sixteen teams okay we'll go there. But like what you said, these teams make Sweet 16, and then what happens? They got hammered out in the next, usually, game or two. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's fun college basketball. I did not think we were going to be talking about college basketball today, but you made a good point. They're starting this week where I did think we were going to talk, and I want to talk Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to talk NFL folks, but Tyson Roy Jones, the Saturday hunter. Oh, dun, my. dun, dun. And I've been reading some stuff uh, up on that, talking about who's the better fighter and blah, blah, blah. And they were talking about, you know, Roy won in different divisions, and but he he didn't really he, he didn't go up to the heavyweights and beat anybody, and and that's you know they and they use they like to use the word pound for pound, so that's the whole Allen Iverson argument there is is pound for pound is he better? And I'm like uh, again, I don't get excited over these 145 pound guys slapping each other if uh, if he can beat Tyson at 54 years old, I would give, I would give him a lot even still give him a lot more credit. But, Roy don't knock people out, and but unless, Mike does. Uh, yeah, right, and unless Tyson's caught by the, the, what Tyson's Roy's job is going to be to avoid punches. We'll talk about that later. But Tyson's is is I don't even I don't think he knock him out. The only thing I have to comment on that is old man Mike Tyson's face. bringing the all black <laughs> pants out. I'm sure he is. Unless unless Hunter, you know, you hit a old a 54 old man in the face the right way with a. Well, I mean, we can talk. We can talk about it. We can go into uh, well, it. Well, so I know exactly. We really talk about it. Okay, uh, if you want to talk about it Wednesday, we can talk about Wednesday. The only other thing I would say is, I don't know if I really want to see two geriatrics throwing hands, or at least one. Hunter, okay, hold on. <laughs> at least one. Hold on. Let me back this out. Let me back this <laughs> at out. At least one. Hunter, which one's the geriatric? Probably Mike Tyson. Hunter, look at the camera. Call Mike Tyson geriatric. Mike Tyson, you're geriatric. <laughs> it's easy to say when he didn't never probably see this. Now, Hunter, what if he was standing right there? Would you fight that geriatric? Mike Tyson, you're a geriatric. <laughs> I don't know because it's and the and I don't and that's gonna sound so disrespectful, but it it's is. like I think it's this this would have this would have more hype for me. Right, twenty if, years ago. Exactly. If they were in their prime. Right. I don't want to see Mike Tyson go out there after all this training and him throw one good, you know, maybe right way. hook, and then all of a sudden his oblique's like, oh, oh, I didn't think we were really going to do this. Both of those guys would beat the living shit out of both of us. Oh, I know. Now, regardless, if that's Floyd fine. Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao walk in here at age 55, that might not happen. I'll disrespect Floyd at 55. Them old, soft, brittle hands ain't going to knock me out at 55. But Tyson? Tyson? I understand. On, I understand. The only reason I think he didn't beat Lennox Lewis, Tyson's biggest disadvantage in all his fights, Hunter, is he's short. He is short. His length and shortness. Um, 
So when, when he did fight but his bigger, arms, uh, that him being short though almost makes his power a lot stronger just because of how way compact, more compact he is. He is. The, the, his his best punch is his uppercut. Mm-hmm. So if you're five ten and you hit another five ten guy with an uppercut, you're getting him pretty Are much. Are they a, wearing headgear? No, they originally were. <laughs> and Tyson's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he his brain's mush anyways. It don't matter. But that uppercut, you hit someone the same height, you're getting the full force. Mm-hmm. But how if Tyson uppercuts someone who's six inches taller than him, he's hitting him here instead of here. You see mm-hmm. what I mean? So there's a. It's it's tough on the on those taller, longer guys. If it was Mike. ten, maybe fifteen years ago, I'll shorten it. This would be a little bit more enticing, right? Oh, absolutely, but one hundred percent. I'll say this: it'll just be. I think it'll just be more entertaining, okay. just to be just to see it happen at this. I, but I don't know if there will be a huge. I don't think either one of them's winning by knockout. No, well, wait, wait, wait. If Tyson catches him, Hunter, he's going to knock him out. I know, but like, I, don't think George, hits, I don't think Roy Jones is going to be stupid enough to let him catch him. Well, okay, there's your, there's your thing. So Roy's got to not... You know good and well in his camp right now, hit. they're saying, look, he might be 50 years old, but you still don't let him catch you. He he, and that uppercut is... is think, and if you look, get, and if you look at it, who's, who's faster? <laughs> it's going to be Roy Jones. Jones probably going to have a good extra step on anything Tyson wants to do. So I, that's why, to me, I don't think that fight comes down to a knockout. I think it comes down to a decision, and it's only because I think John, Roy Jones he's not going to want to do it. But he's going to have to. He's going to have to fight a lot like Floyd. He's got to be defense. Mm-hmm. But Floyd's been okay. able to go undefeated fighting that way. So I won't replace some. I didn't get the video up. I, I, I might do it. For, I'll do it Wednesday for um, Zach. I'll get the video up because he'll want to hear this too. So because he'll know. Hunter, my my children are. are are doing not homeschooling, but I guess it's homeschooling, but interactive school, whatever it's called. Yes, what it is now. <sighs> so they have got this thing where they close their doors, and they don't hear me yelling. Mm-hmm. It drives me nuts. Right, I'll get louder, louder, louder. Mm-hmm. That's the fourth or fifth time I yell as loud as I can and hurt my throat, and they still don't hear me. So today, I took it upon myself after yelling four times, it's time for school, to just you know take matters into my own hands. Kids got the snare drum this morning. It's time for class. Y'all like my song. <laughs> <laughs> that sound like the roots. <laughs> Jesus. Don't you like that? God, it drives me nuts. They just close their doors now. And then the other thing that, that, that drives me nuts when I ask him a question and, and he knows he's in trouble, uh-huh. he just stares. Because he's afraid to answer the question. Right. He's going through his brain. Because mama might, mama might knock the words out of his mouth when he comes. Because he tries to lie. And then he thinks, maybe I shouldn't lie. Yeah. Because you can just see the you can see You can see it. Yeah, it's just turning in his brain. He's, he's like, trying to lie. lie. He's trying to figure it out. He's like, can I get away with it? I don't no. think I can. I'm just going to. Then he does this. Just going to stare. <laughs> see if, <laughs> looks like a see if they'll, see if they'll notice. <laughs> uh, and then Amy's just like, quit staring at me like you're an idiot. Answer me. It's <laughs> just it's funny. But anyway, I thought that was fun this morning, waking them up to, with the snare drum. I said her thing, I need an air horn to mm. blow from, you know, just I'm, you know, just downstairs. Kids they don't hear me. She'll right. to hear that. And I was like, oh. That'll just, I got a drum set in may, the closet. I mean, may, not closet, in the garage. Let me walk out here and grab that snare drum. May, or make the smoke alarm go off. <laughs> That's good, too. 
That's a good one. Good lord. They will oh. be like, what's going on? I think I'm going to get the air horn. I think I'm going to get the air horn. Either right. that or open the door yeah. and have a squirt bottle in your hand. <laughs> now we've got that for the cats now. Exactly. Yeah, and right. treat them like cats. <laughs> you didn't wake up. And just squirt, 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 squirt. <laughs> oh, we've got three kittens. And, of course, this is my wife put the Christmas tree up early. I bet you they've destroyed it. They, of course, they've never seen a Christmas tree. So we pull cats out constantly mm-hmm. of, of the christmas tree yeah all right um hunter um, yes let's all right so while we're in college stuff let's do college football and then we'll talk nba talk got it so this weekend uh, a little bit of college football and um let me pull that up like i said clemson was supposed to play florida state that didn't happen mm-hmm. um what else happened uh, oh uh, the the rankings came out. That's what I was they did. To. The rankings came out. NC State stopped Liberty's undefeated run, which is unfortunate for Liberty. I guess I can say congratulations, NC State. But no, I wanted Liberty to continue to run the table. You think, Anybody that had the opportunity to run the table, I wanted them to run the table. You think Terry's going to do nothing but talk about that this weekend? Oh, that's all he ever wants to talk about. <laughs> if it's NC State, that's what he wants to talk about. If it's the Dallas Cowboys, no matter how shitty they are, he wants to talk about them. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. So the rankings, it's unfortunate that... I think Liberty now is just they can't even sniff anywhere near it, even with a one loss. Well, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Liberty. Should, hey, you know, you'd think you'd still be in the top twenty-five. But you would guess think, not. but how about this? Why is Ohio State third and Northwestern eleven? I know Northwestern. Who's got uh, better wins? Northwestern. They beat Wisconsin. Who's got more wins? Northwestern. That's all. You weren't here Saturday. Did you watch any of the Tom losing his mind over the college thing? No. Lost his ever lover mind uh, over, over this. Not that one, because Ohio State's on that oh, one. Oh, the other one. The that one that's had, right over there. Yeah, the one that did not have Ohio State on right. there. This is the stupidest damn thing ever. Dang, that sounds... Well, he didn't elit- say damn because he was on the radio. This is the stupidest thing ever. I ain't, I ain't paying attention. This that's, is dumb. That sounds elitist. Oh, yeah. That word got brought out. I said, Terry, doesn't that sound like an elitist college football fan who's mad that his team did not earn their way into the playoffs and should be put in there just because that's their name. Doesn't that what it sounds like, Hunter? That's what it sounds like. So it sounds like, Tom, if you're listening you're and you like and share. The number three team shouldn't be in the tournament. Or if they don't qualify, you I mean, got to qualify. You can't get in it. You can't win it if you ain't in it. Right, Hunter? And even then, Justin Fields threw three picks this weekend against Indiana and you barely won. How many top ten North Carolina teams didn't make the NCAA tournament back in the day that lost in the conference championship or something. A ton. They did that a lot. A lot. All the time. A lot. But, you, but congratulations. As of right now, Ohio State's back in the playoffs. And As I, of right now. I'll bring now, that up Wednesday. We'll, we'll, we'll do the chart. You are 4-0. and Northwestern is 5-0. and So how we do that, I do not know. But should Northwestern not be rated above Miami? Northwestern has got, yes. Northwestern should be over Miami. Um I would argue, yeah, just because I believe Cincinnati and BYU should be ranked again, ranked over A&M in Florida. This is how this ranking should work right now. <laughs> I will give you Clemson at four because they did lose to the number two team in the nation right now, Notre Dame. So there's your one loss. You can keep them in the top four, fine. Five, Cincinnati. Six should be BYU. Seven should be Northwestern. And is there another undefeated? The next one should be Coastal. Coastal and Marshall. Coastal and Marshall. Well, I can't. Oregon, I know they've only played three games, but they're technically undefeated too. So you could. USC's you could, undefeated at 3 you could, you could keep Oregon there. 
Southern Cal sitting there, though, they're all the way at 19th, and they're 3-0. The craziest thing in the world to me is I saw Skip Bayless tweet this weekend, after Oklahoma beat Oklahoma State, Oklahoma should be in consideration for the college football playoff now. I said, hell no. Oklahoma's got two losses. They didn't even consider you for a bowl championship when it was the bowl series if you had two losses. We're not doing that now for the college football playoff. That's why I don't care if Georgia makes it or not. I think we got our quarterback now. But regardless, BYU and Cincinnati have every right to the college football playoffs before a two-loss team. And if you ask me, even the one-loss teams in front of them outside of Clemson. Um, I saw they had a picture today, too. Uh, one of the kids from BYU, one of the football players, he had a, a bandana on his head. And the top part of the bandana said Annie, and uh, the three words at the bottom said Annie. Like, as you could read it, Annie, and then there was team, time, and where. So, any team, any time, anywhere. Who you talking about? Uh, he's talking about the BYU, did one you, of the players at BYU. Did you see what happened after that? Huh. Oh, so you hadn't seen the... The, the more fun. Oh, tell you talk. That's funny you brought that up and didn't know what happened after that. Hmm. I had no idea what happened. Are you ready? That. I mean, because BYU. The University of Washington saw it, Hunter. Yeah. They said, let's play Saturday. BYU turned them down because it would mess up their rankings <laughs> if they lost. <laughs> I the day it. after that, the day after that, they turned it down. What do they, they want to play? Two days later? No, they, just want to play. They, they didn't want to play until after the rankings came out to see where they were. If they had a chance to make the no, playoffs. I know that, but you said University of Washington said play us, but what they want to do play them two days no, this after week, coming up this weekend. This weekend, yeah, they both got to do oh, something. They like have that. a buy. There's something like that. Well, they want they called them and offered to play them. Oh, he's already played nine games. No, oh, I know <laughs> they've played nine. Some teams are only playing t- ACC or no SEC's only playing ten. ACC's playing eleven. I saw it on the Twitter. Is, is where I saw it. I'm sure I can find it on the, the internet to give you that that inf- info. Uh, here it is. <laughs> Uh, BYU, any team, anytime, any place. Washington says, what's up, BYU? There's a variety of factors that have to be considered, including location, time. <laughs> oh, I'm going to I'll say this, up. though. This is hilarious. I mean, I, it's funny you brought that up. I will say up. this, though. Cause it, it if I, if I was BYU, I'd have played it anyways, but... They obviously didn't want none of it. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you what. I don't know if that was the players or if that oh, was the coach. Oh, God, that's funny. You know that was probably the coach that was like, no. But the players probably are like, yeah, we'll play. Let's see what it said. 15 hours. I feel Let's see. BYU wants to play. Uh, Washington wants to play BYU. <laughs> I hear this. BYU released a statement after turning down Washington game. <laughs> BYU is still interested, but not until after the the. The, the, the playoff rankings come out. <laughs> I don't blame them. That's fine. Oh, God. Because that, that truthfully is important. Because if I was BYU, <laughs> seriously, more than likely they're going to be left out of the close calls for the But don't they need a power five rankings? win? That's what I'm saying. If they're left out and the committee comes out and says, well, ranking-wise, we like BYU, but they just don't have a real quality win. If I was BYU, I'd pick up the phone and say, all right, Washington, when and where? When and where? (laughs) If this is what gets us in, if we beat you, because they do have a ranked win on their schedule. They beat Boise State. So Washington had a season. They would have had another. They could have. I'm not going to say they would have. They could have had a potential uh, another ranked win if they'd have played Army, but that game got postponed. Here was the original tweet that I saw and laughed at. 
uh, was sources BYU turned down the opportunity to play Washington. Uh, Washington had reached out yesterday, but was told BYU wanted to wait until after the rankings Tuesday to gouge their place. The game is, quote, it's off the table. Uh, still, all hope is not lost for a clash. Uh, BYU wants a firm commitment from Washington so it d- doesn't get bumped for another Pac-12 opponent by the end of the week. Now, if they would really do that, come on. I don't know. On Saturday, so now BYU saying we want to guarantee whatever. Blah. Some contacts on the situation. BYU is interested in playing, but only if they can lock in a contract immediately. They are concerned Pac-12 will make Washington play Utah on sa- Sunday if Arizona State can't play. If we can get a game locked in, we want to play. On Saturday, the Cougars. That's actually a very good point because I think one of the UCLA or Cal games got canceled last week on a Saturday, and they made them play on. A, they made them play their next game on that Sunday. Okay. Well, Cal and Washington had their game uh, first game of the season canceled, mm-hmm. so that's that's the they could be playing that same team actually put in there. So I kind of understand that because this is another thing where the the Pac-12 was only supposed to play nothing but Pac-12 teams, right? So I don't if the pack the Pac twelve might be the one that really shoots this down, whether or not BYU does in fact want to play Washington or not. Like I said though, if I was BYU and you believe in yourself that you can go and beat this team, yeah, I would do it every opportunity because you, you can sit there and say, We got another power five win, shove this in your face and we're at ten wins. Who else have they beat? Um Actually that would be their first power five okay. conference win. Okay. But that's only because with BYU being an independent, right? They they had to go out there and just get whoever they didn't they have could. conference games. No, once, no, once everybody went all conference. Yeah, so they had to just go out and just ask people who who would want to play them. They did have it set up to where they were at least they at least played Navy this year and beat Navy handily, fifty three to three. But this would have been a good look. Their second game of the season was supposed to be against Army, and it says it was just postponed, not canceled. Okay. So if they're supposed to play Army again at some time, right now Army's 22nd in the nation. So that, that could be another good win to go along with their Boise State game. I'm just one of these people right now that, you know, how Tom was over here supposedly being an elitist on Saturday. <laughs> to me, if BYU can go undefeated and be at double-digit wins over – now that can they can only get the maybe eight wins if they win the conference championship in Ohio State. I'm sorry, I'm taking I'm taking BYU. They can only get the eight. Yeah, they because they canceled one. It was supposed to be an eight game season. Six, they, seven. Well, Ohio State had to cancel one, so it went from being an eight game season to a seven. But if they win the Big Twelve, Big Ten championship, that would be their eighth, right? Right. Right. Okay. So they only got three more games left. Yeah, that's it. Illinois, Michigan, Michigan State. Damn, those sound real hard. (laughs) (laughs) So they beat Indiana, gave up 35 to Indiana. Northwestern beat Wisconsin and only gave up seven. Oh, yeah, they dog-walked Wisconsin. So which one's been more impressive? Here's Northwestern's wins. Maryland, Iowa, Nebraska, Purdue, Wisconsin, Iowa State beat Nebraska. Rutgers, big football school they are. Maryland got canceled, uh, beat Penn State. Who's zero and what five? This yeah, year? they're zero and five for the first time in school <laughs> history, and then beat Indiana, another great football school. So, like, I, I know if you look you at have to it go by the years and everything, but if you look. you look at like how each team has done this year, Northwestern has better wins because Purdue has been decent, Iowa is always decent, Maryland was a good win, 
But the one that solidified all that, Nebraska's just still bad. They but, both play Illinois, Michigan State still. But the one that solidified Northwestern to me was Wisconsin. Well, you hold them they, to seven they, points. You hold them to seven points. College. Absolutely. <laughs> and Wisconsin, did you see what Wisconsin did the week prior to Michigan? Good God. Let me read these to you, okay? I'm going to say them out loud. 17, 25, 27, 35. That's how many points the Buckeyes are giving up on defense. So the lowest is 17, mm-hmm. most is 35. So yeah. somewhere around the 25 range. Right. Uh, here's Northwestern's. 3, 20, mm-hmm. 13, 20, and 7. So the most they gave up is 20. 20. In five games, Nebraska's only given up 20 points. Not the most. Team. To a team. Nebraska, uh, Ohio State's given up 20 every game, except Nebraska, and they give up 17 to them. Uh, Nebraska got 13 on Northwestern. So, you, know, you talk about these offenses. All and you listen. Want. Ohio State's defense isn't isn't doing well at all. People are going to be upset giving up about 25 this. points a game. They'll be upset about it, too, but this is a year for change. This yeah. is a year for change. Every, every sport seems to be doing something different. So why would you not, at this point, I'd be fi- I would be totally fine if the committee came out and said, you know what, we're going to have a six-team playoff. The two number one seeds on each side get a bye. I'd be perfectly fine with that. A six-team, not yes. six-team playoff. Yes, six-team. 16. I was thinking that. No, no, no. I was talking about, I'm just talking about six-team. Because that would be the most that they would probably want to do. My daughter's in kindergarten right now. We're working our ems and our ends. Ah. I see. Yes, six, six team, not a sixteen. I mean, I just a sixteen no, playoff. I'm not just trying to troll anybody. I'm just saying you, your team is five and zero. Oh, the other team is four and zero. Oh. You haven't given up more than twenty points yet. You beat a number ten team, and the other team beat a number nine or eleven team, and they've given up thirty twenty five points a game. Like it's not. It's you're giving up ten points less a game than they are, and like. So if if they didn't have the names on the jerseys, Hunter, mm-hmm. and we're just looking at resumes, like you're if you're to just looking at the purple team or the red team, right? And like you're supposed, to, like they're supposed to do in basketball with the RPIs and all that stuff. Ohio, I mean Northwestern should be third, and Ohio State eleventh if that's the spots that they belong. Technically, <laughs> technically, BYU and Cincinnati should be sitting there at Probably. three and four. You can keep Notre Dame at two and Alabama at one. See, that's where we were talking about our. Um, our, our rankings here. If they're not going to allow an outside team in the championship, they shouldn't allow team. They shouldn't allow the voters. They should. Be, here's the rule, voters. You can't put a non-power five team in at all. You can't vote in them the top in top ten. ten. Yeah, top ten. If you want to list them, at the 11, highest, the highest that, they can get is eleven. If that's what you want to do, now listen. I hate to be. That's an elitist thought, but. What they're doing by allowing them to get this five or six is just keeping them out, and then keep winning. And they keep dropping. Is pissing on their leg and telling them it's raining. Mm. Hey guys, you, like you said, you keep winning. All you gotta do is win the games. And you all you gotta it. do, it, we'll you just keep of. winning. Don't worry. Little. Don't worry. That's all we've ever told you to do in college football. Right. You just keep winning, and you'll get recognition. Ask Central Florida how that worked. For they them. backed up once they got. Uh, who's BYU? Didn't uh, didn't Cincinnati get to five or six at one point? And then yeah, Cincinnati up. got to six backed <laughs> up because Florida beat Georgia. Yeah. And A&M still only had one loss, so they yeah. bumped both of them in front of them. And Florida's only loss was to Texas A&M. Who does Florida still play? Uh, uh, that's a good question. 
I'm not sure who they still play. Um, Florida and Texas A&M. Well, in Alabama between the three. Al- Texas A&M's got to play Alabama still, right? No, Texas A&M's only loss is to Alabama. Oh, okay. So then they shouldn't even be in the top ten. No. Because here's why. Why are they fifth, Hunter, besides other than the mess that took? You know why they're fifth? It's to fuck with BYU and Cincinnati. That's exactly why Florida is there. Because, get this. If, if no, 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 think about it. The only reason why Texas A&M is even ranked in front of Florida is because Florida's only loss is to Texas A&M. Okay, but I've got a... I've got a quick. I, I understand that totally. And that's get, hard to get by. Get give the qualm. But the problem is, Texas A&M doesn't have a chance no. to be the second best team in the SEC because no. they're in Alabama's division. Right. So what that means is that Texas A&M is no. They can't finish better than third in their conference. So if you can't finish third in the conference, I'm gonna have another rule. You can't be top ten. You, group of five, only the only the top two teams because. Uh, Texas, maybe top five. A and and M's remaining games. I understand they beat Florida Hunter, and I and I'll I'll make that argument all day. But again, can they get higher than five? Who Texas A and M rest of the year? No, unless everybody in front of them loses. Mm-hmm. That's what and I that means. But if that happens, Florida's going to be Alabama, and that means Florida will be above them. So, that's, so and think about I think this: they've got them in there just to screw with the so BYU's and Cincinnati. Not only that. They have had their past game this weekend postponed against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee that Texas A&M would have won. There's no guarantee that would have lost. Then they play this weekend against LSU. They play next weekend against Auburn. They can lose that game against Auburn. And then they play a postponed game that uh, was moved against Tennessee. So they still have three games to play. I, and I have not seen them say anything about the Ole Miss game when it's going to come back around. So, all right, Northwestern's eight zero. Where do they? Where do they? Where are they? Okay, say they're eight zero. Where would they be? Where should they be ranked? Are you talking about eight zero just throughout that, or right, right before the Ohio State game? Okay, right before the Big Ten championship game. If they're both undefeated, they're if they're both undefeated and they have a better record, and they they'll have one more win, Ohio State, and a better win. And they won't do that. For and they're going to have Ohio State ranked ahead of them still. Oh yeah, they will. That's what I mean. Opinions. They they I hate, that's why I hate this sport. It's about opinions. They won't do that for Northwestern. Northwestern. If it was the seriously, reverse, if Northwestern no gets through, State. if Northwestern wins out and is undefeated going into their Ohio right. State game for the Big Ten championship, I believe Ohio State will still be third because Notre Dame and Alabama will be first and second. I think Northwestern will be sitting at five or six. You think they'll they'll jump? Cincinnati and BYU. Oh, my God, yeah, it's a Big Ten team. I mean, they should. I'm just saying, where they got them now is completely Technically, for me and you, technically, though, from me to you, they shouldn't jump BYU or Cincinnati if they're undefeated at the same time because they've done everything that you asked them to do. That's exact, that, That's the point we've been. I've been trying to make for these past few weeks. Is they've done everything that the college football committee wants you to do, which is win. And... So for Northwestern, my ideal ranking would be, okay, Alabama probably should be one. Notre Dame would be two. Fine, I'll give you Ohio State three. Really, four should be Cincinnati. Five should be maybe BYU or Northwestern or vice versa for to be six. And then Clemson sitting there at seven. I'm sorry, Clemson, but you got a loss, whether or not Trevor Lawrence was playing or not. A loss is a loss. Clemson kind of also got saved by them doing a one-hole division and not splitting them. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know where, where Notre Dame would have ended up, but just what if they were in their division? Well, yeah, if they were in their same they division. they played each other, so obviously they would have been. But so, even then, with North West, with Notre Dame beating them, Clemson wouldn't have been able to play for the ACC championship I know. game. 
That would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been great. See, people like Tom and Shannon thinks that that's terrible. That team should be ranked because that's where we think. That just that just blows my mind. That that's because of what we think. Mm-hmm. That's what it should be. Yeah. And in the history of this planet, that doesn't that doesn't it's not that's not right. It just goes that's what you think. Doesn't mean that's what it should be. Listen, if you can't get in, you can't get in. I would love to see a uh, who's in the ACC. Who's third in the ACC? <laughs> Was it Miami? It, yes, it is. Well, it would be Miami and Notre Dame for the championship. Ugh. Ugh. I think they're getting ready to play this weekend, though. Are they? Well, then it wouldn't be. Maybe it would. I don't know. I'm just. I would like to see something, something different than than the same old, same olds. Um, you know. Again, I like Hunter's idea of, as always, not ranked teams until four or five weeks into the season, uh, and then that would save. Because the, the the voters go, well, they beat them. Do I move them up seven spots? Now, like Northwestern had to move up eight spots. Mm. But if you put them where they should be, they probably had to move up 22. And then they have to admit they're wrong, Hunter. And it's hard for people to admit they're wrong. Look, the top eight spots didn't move. Didn't I'm change. serious. But I would be fine with this year if they did. Because what they always show you when they do that uh, college football committee and, and the reveal of their top four teams, right. they always show you teams five and six, though. They're always like, well, this team is at six and this team is at five. And they're basically tickling their ball sack. They're like, guess what? You were kind of close, but like not quite there. So, And then they show four, three, two, one. I would be fine if they said, well, this year we're going to adopt the six teams. If you're the first two seeds, you get a bye. And after that, everybody has to play each other. Then I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. But not now. You know how many people would shit their pants at three SEC teams make this? With Texas A&M and Florida sitting there at five and six, with undefeated teams out there, exactly, you would get the biggest shit show because everybody would scream SEC bias. The number one problem with college sports, especially college football, besides paying them, is the rankings. Because we don't do this in any other sports. I mean, what other sports do we do? I mean, I don't understand why you can't use, like, college basketball's algorithm at some point here in this college football. Anything. that Anything would do for me. Because um, what it, that's what the difference is, is. You know, I hate algorithms in general, whether or not it's we're talking, like, a, um, social media algorithms or YouTube or whatnot. But for this, for this, where there would be mm-hmm. a legitimate, this is, this is output A and pow- output B, like they do in college basketball with, what is it, the RPI ranking or whatever mm-hmm. it is. If they did that with this, instead of just having a committee that Condoleezza fucking Rice was a part of at one point, I don't know if she still is. Let me ask you this. What? That's no shot Condoleezza Rice. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you're you just grabbing these people from left and right, and who's to say that these guys that are part of it don't already have conference bias right. because maybe they coached in it or so, they were an AD right. in so it. So what I was going to say as far as – the biggest problem in, in college sports is that basketball used to, or especially college football, they don't have any automatic qualifiers. No. So there's nothing you can do that says, if I do this, I'm in. It's all about opinions, and that just, that just doesn't fly with me. So when you look at our sheet, Hunter, we got 10 qualifiers from the Power power 10. And those I are mean, automatic so, qualifiers that we have set in so place. let's say, and then let's just use our sheet for an example. How about this, Hunter? Do we have our sheet? On the screen? Uh, from the other day. I can Maybe pull, not updated. I, actually, I think I can. Give me a second. Um, I had it from Saturday, so I can I can definitely do it. I just got to find out which one's the one I'm going to need to push and all that other stuff. Uh, but what I was going to tell you is 
um, that what if we took those 16, mm-hmm. the, those are the automatic qualifiers, and yeah. then you ranked those BCS style, however they, whatever formula they want to come up with, because then that right there would kick out Texas A&M. That right, because they're kick not out in. Miami. Yeah, that would kick out the teams that are in third because you don't want that. You just can't have a third place team that don't make their conference championship end up in the BCS because voters think that they deserve another chance. Like if Clemson got knocked out this week, this year, you know. No, you're, I mean, do. I agree with that. So, okay. essentially, what you're saying is make that our, all that's our, automatic auto, our, our automatic qualifiers are: you have to win your conference if you're a Power Five, and if you're a non five. You know the group right. of five. They, you got to win your conference. No you got to win. You got to win your conference. So there's there's ten spots filled. Right. And then one independent and five groups. The one and independent then and then the, and then the the other five that we had, we can go back and forth on this. But you said it was the people that finished second in the power five. Right. Which you is know, even fine. if you only did see here. Here's where people get pissy about. That's it, just not only not updated. Don't don't worry about that. Right. It's, this it's this, this is an update for this weekend. This is for last weekend. But the the the, the thing is. Is that they would get, you know, uh, you have, so so when you look at this, Hunter, you take your top four teams. Okay, we could do it that way. What if you only took conference champions and got rid of the second place? Because first of all, the, if you only took conference champions, then you got ten. 10 right. You got ten. And you could still fill four spots out of ten. You could. Can you not? You that could. Should, should. So the problem it has is you got to use SEC people that even like let's say Hunter for example is a Georgia fan. People like Hunter would say, we're better than those teams. But the argument for me is that may be true, mm-hmm. but you don't deserve to get that spot. Because you didn't win. You didn't win. win. You didn't finish out what you were, what you wanted to do. And, and that's what I mean by, like, man, so even if, if you really wanted to restrict it, you could say only power five champs, and then one of those gets – Gets the shit into the brick. Mm-hmm. I would rather I would rather do it that way and one guy get the shit than another way and two got two conferences get the shit. Because right. think about it, when it, when you add a second place team from another conference, two conference power fives don't make the final four, mm-hmm. and that right there to me that's when you get into problems and issues. Well, if that's the case, then why do we not have two separate committees that would just do the power five championship and the group of five championship? Because well, we think, just have because think about it. exactly that's what I'm saying. My, <laughs> that's what I want to do, and I agree with you on that. Yeah. But like you just said, if you were just going to do the four and one guy gets shitted from the Power Five conference champions, then just do the same thing with the group of five mm-hmm. because you're going to have a la Cincinnati. Oh, you want to have another Coast, tournament with them? Yeah, <laughs> Cincinnati. That's but, not a bad listen, idea. Money between making idea between there. Cincinnati, so here's your four already. You can even throw BYU in there, and you like you said, you have to just shit somebody. In this case, you'd be shitting two people because they're independent, but they're undefeated. It'd be BYU, Marshall, Coastal Carolina, and Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I, to me, I don't know. I could not tell you who I believe is going to make it out of that, but I would probably put more money on BYU and Cincinnati. Probably. And but I think those games would have the potential to be closer than some of the Power I would, 5 games. I would rather watch Cincinnati, BYU, Coastal, and Marshall play a four-team tournament than, than Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson. Because guess what? I would bet those other games are going to be a lot closer. How many times have we watched That's a, what I was just saying. A, a these these games would be closer than maybe Alabama, Notre Dame, and Alabama blows them out by like 25. Like what was Clemson favored by this weekend or last time they played uh, – 
They, weren't they favored by like 10 against Notre Dame? When? A few weeks ago. No, they were favored by five. Okay. But it that was, was without Lawrence. Without Lawrence in Notre Dame. Right. And they were still favored. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, you know, that's what people expected. Uh, who's Alabama's toughest opponent this year? They play Auburn. anybody that can play football this year? Maybe Auburn? Georgia? Oh, yeah. Well. That's all we got left is Auburn and Arkansas. So, I mean, let's look at Alabama. Well, they beat Texas and they beat Georgia. So, there you go. You got two good wins. Um, Missouri, Tennessee, Mississippi, Mississippi State. They blew out wherever they played this past that's weekend. Kentucky. Yeah, it was like 63-3 to three or In something. In the last two games, Hunter, they've outscored their SEC opponents. Remember, App doesn't belong in the SEC because these other teams are way much better than them. 104-3. to three. Nice. A hundred and four to three against Mississippi State and Kentucky. Kick them out of the SEC right now. We need to have that rule for college football. We talked about relegation. We definitely need to have it for college football. We talked about relegation. (laughs) Well, you know, because... Those teams in the SEC get kicked out for North Dakota State. Right. How much better would that be if... If Kentucky got kicked out and you let the apps of the worlds and the BYUs of the worlds into the end of the actual, you know. Big conferences. So what you could do is you could tie one of the other group of five conferences to each big conference. Mm-hmm. So the Sun Belt. Will be to the SEC. The top two Sun Belt teams will replace the top, the bottom two SEC. That'd be fine. Well, the top two Conference hey, USA teams will replace the bottom two ACC. European, you know. And you got your chance the next year. If they do it in England for soccer. And to get back in, you got to win to get they in. They do it in England I for like soccer. It. You cannot, like if you come in, you do not want to be a part of that team that gets relegated because that is embarrassing. Right. And then how does your uh, how does your recruiting work from there? Well, I mean, that's <laughs> trying to sign people. Not that's kind of well. tough. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Chris. We just now got our uh, thing refreshed. I just now seen your comments. I don't know if you're still watching online. UConn was the seven seed. Hunter mentioned mm-hmm. uh, Villanova was the eight and eighty five. That was the last year without a shot clock. So I guess that's what they're doing with that. I know, and I know Chris Roy beat John Ruiz for the heavyweight, but that that's not worth shit. Uh, a super sparring special. It may be true with no judges. He says no judges, so there's not going to be points. So basically, Jones is just trying not to get knocked out. That's what I'm saying. And, and guess what? We're gonna watch. We're gonna watch a, a Pacquiao. Let him catch we're him. watching just... a Pacquiao Floyd fight. No, here we're not. Because those two, Floyd... those two little children slap each other. No, I'm saying when you watch them fight, Floyd ran the whole time from well, that Pacquiao. Right. So that's what I'm saying. You right. might be seeing right. now. I, I don't know. Jones Probably. Jones might have a little bit more pride than that, but well, he's gonna do a little bit of dodge, dodging and ducking. All right. <laughs> just think, you know, you can do all the thinking, all the you planning. Everything. Everything changes when you get hit. Not not even that, Hunter. Just picture yourself. Close your eyes. I'm in the corner of a boxing match. I'm about to make $20 million. And you hear the bell ring go, ding, ding, ding. And you open your eyes. And standing right there in front of you, it's Mike fucking Tyson. Maybe the hardest puncher on the planet ever. <laughs> That's the point. Roy can sit there and play all he wants. Like, man, I hope he's. I hope he doesn't get hurt. But I'm pulling for a knockout, Hunter. I want y'all's generation to see that man swing and can make contact. He might not make contact. He might miss every. He might Pacquiao and like you said, Pacquiao Floyd. You're right. I think you, you, I, I like that Roger going down with that because Pacquiao. Everybody said he could hit, mm-hmm. and Floyd couldn't. Even though they weighed 110 pounds or whatever, they, I got cheerleaders that weigh more than them on local high school teams. But <laughs> these these fighters. 
anyway, uh, but I mean, Tyson just, it's just a different punch, man. It's just, but you got to land it. Like Hunter said, you got to land it. All right, Hunter, any other college football comments? No. Uh, I enjoyed watching the games that I watched this weekend, though. I, it was another good weekend of college football. Like, everybody, you can get mad at all you want at the rankings and stuff. When you sit down and you watch college football, it's still an enjoyable product that they put on the field. And I will say this as well. I was hot on him a few weeks ago when I said he was a Heisman favorite. He has now thrown the most touchdowns in SEC history through his first seven games. He's at like 20-something. Kyle Trask. Watch out, ladies and gentlemen. Kyle Trask at Florida is for real. I still like Zach Wilson with BYU. But Kyle Trask is the real deal. Cincinnati plays Tulsa. Tulsa's last, got an upset. The last game of the season. Tulsa beat SMU, didn't they? Tulsa is undefeated in the conference. Mm-hmm. They Their only loss is week one to Oklahoma State. They beat uh, UCF, who was mm-hmm. 11. They beat SMU, who was 19. Mm-hmm. So Tulsa has two top 25 victories. And there are plenty of teams in the top 25 that don't have no news. Carolina don't have one, do they? No. They're in well, the top 25. It's Tulsa yeah, ranked. we did. We beat, we beat NC State when they were ranked. No, nah, I'm talking about ranked now. Oh. Uh, that, that's what I look at, is ranked now. Oh, I don't know. Because, you know, like I said, you know, the, did the NC, rankings. Did can, NC State make it back in the rankings? I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I didn't they see it. They undefeated, should, shouldn't they? They beat an undefeated Liberty. Maybe that's will be Terry's. Uh, Terry's That'll be Terry's corner. Saturday. His little rant. He'll they, say, "He'll say, how is Liberty still ranked ahead of us somehow? I don't know." Well, well, Carolina beat State right handedly. Oh yeah, it was handedly. We put up a lot of points. NC State don't even have a vote. <laughs> well, <laughs> App still got vote from the coaches. Thank God. Liberty, Liberty's 27 in both polls. Listen, North Carolina State is State got fringe. votes in the coaches. North Carolina is fringe for a reason. All right? that's I'm perfectly fine with that. Speaking of that real quick, I did hear something on the radio I thought was weird listening to the app game. The announcer called them State. Called them State? Like, at, instead of saying App State, he right. just called them State? He was, and he did it not more, he did it more than once. Like, he was, he was like, State today, blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm like... Is this guy from this state? Is he from? Is does he, he not realize who you? Does we he know were, he's doing? I've never in my life actually heard anybody refer anyone. to them as like state. Right. I know who people talk about in this state when they refer to state, and that's NC State. Right, because it's the North Carolina state. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. Appalachian. He kept state. saying it on, over. I mean, he said it a bunch, and it was just it was burning my ears. You were it was and getting Amy, on your nerves. I told Amy, I was like, "This is driving me crazy." She's like, "What?" And I was like. Have you ever heard anybody call? I've heard App State, Appy State, Appalachia, go, a, Apps. I've heard the Apps. I've heard the Mountaineers, Appalachia. You can't don't pronounce it right. Mm-hmm. I've never in my life heard anyone just refer to him as like, "Well, State's got the ball here on the 23. and that's how he was. That's how he was talking. It wasn't like, you know, go State. It was like State has the ball or State scored. And I'm like, what am I listening to? That, that was really aggravating. No. See, this is what people don't understand, and, and I will argue this to the day I die. So for your example right now, when it, we're from obviously North Carolina, been here all our lives, but when you say state, we think of NC State, we don't think of App State. When right. you say App, that's who we think of as Appalachian. It's the same thing for me whenever I hear somebody say, well, what about Carolina? 
I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. There is no other Carolina. North Carolina is Carolina. South Carolina is <laughs> not even USC anymore because that's Southern Cal. So they're so wannabes. They are the Gamecocks. They damn, they are. They they want to be the Carolina. They want to be USC. And then now they want to be Shan- the Shanty. I was about to say now there's a better fighting chicken in their own state. Like you don't know how many people. I've asked before, I'm like, so who do you root for? And they're like, Carolina. I'm like, oh, you're a Tar Heel fan. They're like, no, Gamecocks. I'm like, excuse me? The, the, the response should be two things. What sport? And then, <laughs> <laughs> like, what sport are you rooting for them in? Uh, and then the other thing is, that's not the real North Carolina. That's not the, that's not Carolina. And sometimes they'll say, I, I, I'm going to a USC football game. And I'm like, what the hell? You're going to Southern Cal? <laughs> no, I'm going to a South Carolina game. No, that's South Carolina. That's a Gamecocks game. Like, USC was, you forget, USC at one time was called a dynasty. Yeah. And that's yeah. how they were referred to as USC. Yeah. South Carolina has never been referred to as a dynasty. No. And damn <clears throat> yard raptors. You don't have a, the only thing you have is <laughs> a championship in is baseball. Right. And women's they basketball now. Yeah. Women's basketball now. But at least North Carolina's got the the men's basketball championships, and Southern Cal has got the football championships. North Carolina has more soccer championships and women's soccer championships, and their whole school has everything combined. North Carolina has twenty plus women's soccer. Championships. They probably actually got more basketball championships, and South Carolina has everything combined. Um, all right, so in, and that was our crap on the Gamecocks. It, it's it's time for I don't, you're probably not gonna get this reference. Let's talk about the Nuba. 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 The NBA? Yeah, the Nuba. Nuba. What yeah. does that mean? Though? Like, it's the NBA. Uh, are you just pronouncing what it would be if <laughs> you were saying a word? Right. There was a movie called The Air. I think it was The Air up there. And I know the movie. I know a movie's called The Air, but I think this is where it coming from. And the and they went to a- – Kevin Bacon <laughs> went oh. to Africa to recruit okay. a basketball player. Right. I think his name was Salah. One of the best movies I've seen. Well, he had to get – they had to in, they had to what is it not integrate but they put bacon into the tribe. He had to become a tribe member to to even talk to him. He was because uh, the kid was the prince the, the prince or something. Got it. So anyway, that's how they pronounced the NBA. They it's all had you know the shirts that they give or whatever. Yeah, they pronounced it. Uh, he said because he, he I think he went to his elder and he was like, the, uh, "This man wants to take me to play in the Nuba." The Nuba. So, Nuba. Ah, uh, the Nuba. Gotcha. I like it. Gotcha. The Nuba. I almost got that mixed up with Shaq's character in Blue Chips. That's something he would say, but that's that's not what it was. Have you seen Blue Chips? Have you seen any of them old movies? No. Yeah. That's that's just not that I want to make references to them. It's just you know, Hunter. I, I think that's what I'm gonna do for Christmas, man. I'm gonna send you like a list a of list. like 50 movies. Yeah. And you cross off the ones you've seen, and I'm gonna make you a sports slash man package movie mm. movie package for you, for you to. You to watch. I might gotcha. even buy some DVDs and send them to you for, for gotcha. Christmas. But there's some things you need to get into. What did we talk? <laughs> Ten Cup you hadn't seen. That's good. Uh, have you seen Days of Thunder? No. Ah! Fuck! <laughs> Come on, Hunter. Only race movie you've seen. Tell me is Ricky Bobby. Talladega Nights. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> That no, hurts me on I've the days seen, of thunder. I thought I, everybody had seen it. So I, I've it seen, on TV. I mean, I've seen Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> That's a good movie. 
I've seen Cars. Damn it, Cars is pretty good. Actually, it's a good movie. They do good with that. Uh, with with that, bringing in the characters and stuff. I'll say that. But uh, there's a really weird conspiracy theory on Cars. What that's about? What's that really? What that movie's really about? You want to hear it real quick before we move on? I Go can. ahead. Basically, I'm now intrigued. Cars is in is 50 years from now. We've been integrated into cars. Yes. Oh, kind of. Basically, you know how we're getting closer to like the movie. Uh, was it Wally where the fat people are just sitting in the yeah. chairs? We're getting closer to that, and the cars are getting more advanced. So if we put a chip in our head and we put chips in the cars, we are the car. So what they're saying is basically the car. I don't know if the cars killed everyone. <laughs> But like, why is this but, turning but more into iRobot? But they killed them. Basically, the cars kill everybody, and they take their personalities through the the chips and everything. And that's that's why everything's run down and and across the Americas, the cars are like running. So seriously, funny. You know, it was just one of those. I think it's one of those YouTube videos. It was like mm-hmm. um, what movies really might be about or something, just for fun. And that was one of the. I remember that Cars one was that they killed everybody. <laughs> The only thing, only thing I can say about cars is I know the guy that they named Mater after. <sighs> Mater Kiefer. Yeah, he's from Lincoln, Catawba area. Okay, that's it. So you know that? I do know that. God, Almighty. Days of Thunder, Hunter. Uh, God, you're so young. You probably, they probably took that, um, ride out of Carowinds by the time you what? were old enough. Thunder to go. Road. Yeah. No, 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 not Thunder Road. Oh, Thunder Days Road's of a Thunder. Coaster. Yeah, they used to have a a Days of Thunder ride right next to Thunder Road. It was, you know, the you know that right now it's an alien shooting. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yes. It used to be Hunter. You you sat in a, it. That that theater is a motion theater. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, and it all the seats moved, and you rode in the car on Days of Thunder. Oh, okay. And so it was jerk. It jerk you around. You'd hit the gas, stop, brake, wreck, all kinds of stuff. It'd rumble when you when you won. They everybody shook the car and your seats in there rumbling. It was really cool. Uh, golly, like we're ten years apart, and you like know there's so much. There's nothing. That's cool. And that's why I like tell kids today. Like when 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 you're talking about how cool your music is or how cool your things you are, just wait five years. When all those kids are at your age now, no, I'm tell oh, you, you're, you're, old, you're starting to get into it at 24. I am getting into it. <laughs> Where they're telling you everything that you think, believe, seen. I will look. Old, I, who you, cares? Those reaction videos, <laughs> you ever go on there and see an 18-year-old listening to like Linkin Park for the right. first time, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> it's just, yeah. hey, excuse That's me. I am about the whole world right now. <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? They'll, I, I, they do that now. Like I don't know if it's a meme or not, but that app. TikTok mm-hmm. that people use a lot. They'll be like the young kids that are on there trying to get all the looks, all the, all the, and I don't know if they're faking it, right. but they'll play like a really well-known song from like the two early two thousands that like we would both know, like a Beyonce song, right. except when she was a part of um, Destiny's, Destiny's Child. Child. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, I know this song, and then they're just like, I I have no idea who this is. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Just like NBA TV, because this is a good segue. NBA TV did it with the um, with the recent draft picks. Mm-hmm. They did uh, stuff from the two thousands, right. and they that. showed a picture of Destiny's Child, and they said, "Do you know who this is?" None of them knew who any of them were, except yeah. for Beyonce, and she was like, "Was Destiny's Child?" And then she said, "Who is this?" And she showed him a picture of In Sync, and none of them knew who In Sync was. Like- <laughs> but one of them said. 
uh, that's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So after you left last week, me and Chris was down there talking a little bit, and um, I asked him about when did when did rock and roll die? We're trying to figure out what year it was. Like, was Linkin Park one of the last real bands? Uh, like rock well, I mean, bands, it, it, and they were, just, they were they had a lot of techno stuff. It's not even not. I don't well, know they're even they're classified. As, they're classified as, as alternative. Rock. Yeah. So it's just so so I had we had a girl that graduated from a music a music academy in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. She's a graduate of college. She's your age. She, I played, um, didn't even play it on purpose, but I was just playing music down in the, down the hall and, and played um, a Bob Marley song, mm-hmm. Three Little Birds. And uh, she goes, oh, that's the song from Shark Tale 2. She's not wrong. She's not wrong, Hunter. But that's but how she's she way knows wrong. it. <laughs> but that's how she knows it. Right. So she had no. She, like I said, she just she's twenty seven years old, a music major. Mm-hmm. She has majored in music, and did not know who or does not know who Bob Marley is and was. What? Don't know, don't know nothing about him. Don't know who Bob Marley is. Right? Don't know. Don't I mean, know nothing. Another music. My co- my my youngest <laughs> cousin. Yeah. Is twenty. I think she just maybe turned twenty one, and she at least knew who Bob Marley was by like sixteen. But she's a pot. It's just so well, it kind of it makes sense. What's funny about that? Love you, Mariah. What's funny about that though? You can listen to go to, go to his greatest hits album, okay, mm. and listen listen to the whole thing. I would say you would find zero to one reference about marijuana. Everybody, you ask me about about Bob Marley. That's the first mm-hmm. thing they say. Go to and listen to his music. Doesn't say a damn thing about it. He's a Rastafarian. Now that's their that's mm-hmm. their religion. But in his music, you can listen to any rap song and hear about some type of a drug, but not one single time can you listen to a Bob Marley song and hear he's not he never says, Let's go blazing, let's smoke. He none of his music. Buffalo you know what his music so true. You know it's really music? about bite this peace. It's about freedom. It's about it's mm. about peace. It's about the individual man. It's about love with he sings. You know how many times he says something about loving God or the Lord in his music? Hmm. But if you ask anybody on the street, what's the first thing they say? Oh, that's that, that dude used to smoke right. a lot of weed. So anytime anybody hears reggae now, the first thing people say is, is weed or marijuana. Right. And you're just like, as someone who likes the music, who's listened to the music, who studied, actually had him in one of our classes, it's, you know, we, we I, I took history of three different types of music. That uh, talking about him and learning about him and what he was what he was doing and stuff. It's just a shame to, to to and I guarantee Hunter, like if you go watch a video of him on YouTube and they play a thirty second commercial for McDonald's, that Bob's rolling over in his grave on that. Like, oh, yeah. like I did not write this music no. for my grandkids to sell it to YouTube for McDonald's commercials. Right, like that's what they're doing. So uh, it's just weird that, that you know some people in a generation, and, and I don't, I'm not saying yours. Every generation, I had people in my generation. I had a girl. Sitting right next to class one day, Hunter, and the, and the Madonna, American Pie came on by Madonna. Mm. Madonna. And this is like 2000, right? This is yeah. 20 years ago. And at that time, Madonna was old as crap. And at, 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 Oh, she came in class. Did y'all hear that new song by Madonna? See that video? How cool. American Pie. I'm like, oh, oh. my God. <laughs> and then and, and you, you look around the room and you always think, Hunter, <clears throat> No matter how bad she does, if she graduates, we're both going to have the same qualifications. <laughs> we're both going to have a high school degree. I get a hundred on everything. She could get whatever it is to pass on everything. Right. And we got the same. What the person like finished last place in medical school? What do they call it? Doctor. There you go. 
<laughs> and that's what I was thinking. Like, holy, doctor, holy Madonna, like American Pie. That's just it's just weird though. Some you know people just don't even look back in the past of anything. You know, you you're good with music. You're you're a lot better with music than you are with movies. You're terrible in the movies, which is fine. And it's cr- and think about it. Like I can come out and say I really don't watch movies a lot. I'll, I'll I, and I'll put it this way: back in the day, we had DVDs, VHS tapes, and stuff. You had to put effort into it. You know, you can log on Netflix, fast forward, do what kind Kevin, of choose whatever you want. We were only ten years apart, remember? Right. I had VHS and I had DVDs. I used to watch the Land Before Time on VHS on repeat. But but what I'm saying is that it was a that's how when I it was a physical thing. Right. If you got bored, so a lot of the movies I watched, I'll say the classic movies and stuff, was actually in college when you had and you haven't been, you didn't go to campus and live Mm -hmm. on campus or live in in a dorm with people, and you got need time. You find things to pass the time, and there's a lot of things what right. you do is would pop in a movie or something. And you got to remember back in the day we didn't have we didn't have phones. Mm. We weren't on Twitter all day or TikTok or Facebook. Right. We had to find things to do. So the number one thing for people to do was go to movies and watch movies so and see almost everything that come out for the most part. You and saw even I I like to go to the movies, but I, you have to be so selective when you go to the movies now because it's like, dude, I could sit here and. Spend fifty, sixty dollars a week if I wanted to go see two movies. Right, it's just it's too expensive. Now it is definitely it's too expensive to so want to even Boone, go. In Boone, we had one that best thing ever. You ready for this? Yeah, dollar fifty movies. A theater. All they did was show reruns. Yeah, but it was a dollar fifty. Well, there you go. So you go to and this is let me give you a Tuesday night in Boone because if you had Wednesday classes, you were screwed on this one though. If because. You time the stuff out, time the stuff out right. On Tuesdays at McAdoo's, which is right next to the movie theater, uh-huh. they had twenty five cent wings. Nice. And they also had it was dollar beer night, twenty five cent wings, and half price Hindenburg. I know you don't know what that is, but it's basically a four foot long sandwich. You know I, under, I, mean? I understand the reference now, <laughs> like the I mean? blimp. Right. Yeah, yeah, it is called like the Hindenburg. Right. This Joker, I mean, there's four foot longs. Mm. So f- with four people, Hunter, me, you, Tom, and Terry, let's let's add it up. We could go to McAdoo's. Mm-hmm. Let's drink. Let's let's do twelve wings. That's three dollars. Let's do three beers. That's fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Let's do half price on the Hindenburg, which is usually a seventeen dollar sandwich, but you divide it up four ways. That's four dollars. So we're now at what ten bucks, right? And I'm full and drunk, <laughs> and then I gotta walk twenty feet to the dollar fifty movie. <laughs> Why would you not? <laughs> Tuesdays was a good night to watch. The only movie. the only thing that was nice is when I first went to school when I was living in Charlotte. Um, there was a I was near university area, right? I'm familiar with it. And right down the road from uh, where my apartment complex was. There's an intersection you could turn right like you're going out towards Concord. Um, and there was a movie theater down there. Right. And it was at least, you could, and if you showed your student ID, you could at least get like a $5 movie. But the best thing about it was is they were like high dollar leather reclining chairs. Yes, that, you t- that was the new one, yeah. Yeah, I know so, so I, we would I go think in I there. Was, I went in the first month that place opened. I can't yeah. remember what movie I watched, but yeah. I did get it. I know we, when I went, the first movie I saw there was... Um, uh, the movie about Chris Kyle. What was that called? Lone, no, it was the American Sniper. Okay. Yeah. That that was good, but it was one of those things where it was like, the chairs were almost 
too comfy. (laughs) (laughs) I almost was looking at my eyelids a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Floyd Manning was 147 pounds. That was the lightest I ever weighed in high school. 140. 145. During basketball. I don't remember. (laughs) I've dropped so much weight uh, by the end of basketball. Um, But yeah, I just... I'm gonna make Hunter a list of some movies and that that he needs to to check out and see the Ten Cups, the Days of Thunder. That's one that's I didn't think I was gonna meet you being from North Carolina and all this. That's kind of one that you know it comes on like HBO or something like. That. Well, crap, who knows what you kids do now? Well, <laughs> comes on HBO. About? You gotta comes have HBO you, gotta, you gotta have HBO to watch it now. <laughs> well, so. you used to come on like TNT or TV. One of those all the time. It's one of those like. Uh, uh, the, the, like like the Lord of the Ring movie or something that just comes on. I'm serious though. Time. I am such a simpleton with my movies. I watch. I will watch the same four movies all over, over and over. I, I, it's just have I'm just seen, a simpleton. Have you seen Happy Gilmore? Yes. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Happy Gilmore. I've seen Billy <laughs> Madison. I've seen Big Daddy. I've seen the early Adam Sandler movies. Yes. The uh... <laughs> just as that. So have you seen Major League? Yes. Okay. Make sure. I don't want to. I, I want to make a list here. It's popular movies about sports. I've never heard of any of these. Who's I, Tanya? Huh? Is that Tanya Harding? <laughs> it is. <laughs> wow. I didn't think they would have a movie about that. That's funny. That's old movies. Uh, Major League, that's, that one's fun. Like I said, uh, I'm sure. Have you, have you seen Dodgeball? Yes. Okay. So you're good on some of the silly. You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty funny. Some of his stuff's crap. Like I don't know. Who, did you like Vince Vaughn? No, uh, or... Will Ferrell. Some of his stuff's bad. Like bad, bad, cheesy. Did you like the soccer one? Did you see that one? Kicking and screaming. Yeah. Did you like it? I thought it was funny. I didn't even watch it because no, I hated. I hated <laughs> Semi Pro. I thought Semi Pro was too uh, dumb. Okay. What about the Bad News Bears? I like the Bad News Bears. The new ones Bears. or the old ones? Have you seen them both or? I think I've seen the new one more. Okay. It's funny hearing Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, with, I was going to say, Billy Bob was... I like his accent, what, how fake it is, whatever, if it's fake or not. He does it at least fairly de- decent. When he cusses, it's funny. Yeah. His cuss, I don't know if his real talking accent sounds as authentic as that, but when he cusses, you can hear it come out. Because, uh, you know, you're hearing the sound, we'll draw out our, our words. And when he, like like in Bad Santa. Yeah. That's that when he cusses like that, you just that that stuff's kind of kind of funny. All right, Hunter, we're gonna get into uh, the NBA here. The Nuba, the Nuba, which the Nuba. we tried a little while ago and it just didn't never work. Have you seen Bagger Vance? What? The Legend of Bagger Vance. No, it's got Will Smith in it. I have not. He's a uh, caddy ah. that comes out of the shadows of the mist. Have not. And he shows a. Uh, was it Matt Damon? Yeah, Matt Damon had a had to play golf. Damon is a uh, Bobby Jones. No, he's playing against Bobby Jones. Uh, we, ah, well, so this is another movie where Matt Damon's trying to learn something. Basically, yeah, they goodwill teach hunting. Golf. Yeah, they teach you <laughs> golf. It says goodwill hunting for golf. He's a re- he was a, his name was Jonas something other. He was a really good golfer. Mm-hmm. This is like in the nineteen teens. Um, and the local Savannah golf club was trying to hold a tournament. I remember back then is when they did, they only had like the two majors. So the U S amateur was the biggest one. Mm-hmm. So the big get was getting Bobby Jones to play. And this, this Charlie's the only played it. She got Bobby Jones to play. Then she got Walter Hagen in 
and then they ended up uh, getting the local guy, and that's kind of what it was about. And it was just back. It's called Legend of Bagger Vance. He's the caddy, and uh, was just Will Smith doing. I know he's got like a kind of a weird accent kind of talk. I don't know. I don't know exactly how to explain it, but it's a really good movie. Um, you know, almost every golf movie hunter is a good movie. Like yeah. every, almost every one. The one that I've Happy every Gilmore, single one I've Ten seen, Cup. they're good. Uh, the old ones from the days, the uh, Caddyshacks. I mean, it's like almost every golf movie se- seems pretty funny somehow. All right, Hunter, the Nuba. Go ahead and the NBA. What do you want to start? You want you want to talk news? What do you want to start? What do you want to start? Or draft? Do, which I, I don't one? have anything to say. I don't. I'm not a fan anymore. I'm just. I just watch basketball. You're so you're not. You've you've you're no longer a, a Charlotte Hornets fan. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I have no reason to to watch. Hmm. No reason to pull for them. No reason to care anymore. <laughs> I didn't have any reason to begin with, but and that's me in my in my Browns shirt here. Um, I just the only thing I have to do now, hunters, is pull for LeBron not to get seven championships. Yeah, that's all you have to do now. That's all I have. That's all you can hold on to. They just I will say this. Awful. I'll start with free agency and then I will go into the draft. Free agency wise, damn, it sure does seem like the Lakers have the deepest pockets whatsoever. They're just pulling in players left and right. Mark Gasol's there now. They went out and traded for Dennis Schroeder. They were able to re sign Contavious Caldwell Pope. I just feel, for some reason, me looking at the names that the Lakers were bringing in, well, those guys got to be taking some sort of deal they are, or cut right. because they're like, we're ring chasing at this point. Right. And they and they all are. I knew this was going to happen um, because nobody wants to play and be, and be on LeBron's team and be blamed for losing. Mm-hmm. So he wins, he wins the asterisk title. In the in a ballroom, and then now all of a sudden everybody who's who's made money over their lives are like, well, I'll take a pay cut to come there. And uh, have, has and the NBA again. said whether or not they're going to do the ballroom type look again next no, year? I'm sure they're not for their playoffs <laughs> because did you've heard about there's still going to be a play-in tournament to get no, into the playoffs? I haven't looked at all that. Yes, yeah, are they still? Yes, they're still going no, to be a play-in. Um, <sighs> Coach K, you, we talked a little bit earlier about college. Did you see what they're going? What they were thinking about doing? They were thinking about having the tournament. In one, oh, and one spot. Yeah, we talked about that. How the hell that would happen bit. with 64, 64 teams? Good or 68 lord, sixty-eight schools. I, I have no idea. They'd have to do home games first round, maybe even first somewhere. Two rounds. But for the NBA, they might, I, I would, the bubble. they might do the bubble. But I'll say this about again on free agency. So the Lakers got to be pulling money out their ass somewhere first of all. But the second thing I wanted to say is. I think Atlanta got a lot better for some reason. I'll tell you what. I know what's going on. Sorry. I, just from running running a NBA 2K general manager on the mm-hmm. video game, here's, what, here's what's going on. So Davis hasn't re-signed yet. No, has no, he it. hasn't. Because here's how the cap works. You can re-sign your players mm-hmm. for whatever you want if it goes over the cap. You can't sign other players if you're over the cap. So what Davis is doing is not signing. He's letting them get other players, and then, and and then he'll right. get it so, paid. So let's say, let's say Hunter, without Davis, they have seventy million dollars spent, caps a hundred, right? So let's just do so that. So they can get the next few players for thirty million right. to hit the hundred, and then pay him if, whatever. If he they wants. pay Davis first, 
and he went over to 105 million. They can't get nobody. They can't sign people outside their team for more than the than the exception. Mm-hmm. So what they do is he didn't sign. Then that 30 million from 70 to 100, they can spend on whoever they want up to 99 or what really up to 99 million. And then Davis can sign for 35 million. And now their cap will be 136 instead of the 100. So that's what they're doing is 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 getting him not to sign yet and then using that extra thirty million dollars to squeeze everybody they Shit, can. Shit, if I was somebody else, I know he wants to go back to the Lakers. I, I would overpay just so he but don't you can't. go back. You can't in the NBA. It's, if you it's, if it's you have the space. It's structured. What I mean is it's structured. Like the the way their contract are set up, Hunter, is that after so see, his best deal this year, watch him, if he takes a one or two year deal, is because after so many years in the league, you can get the supermax. Yes. And the Supermax is like $45 million instead mm-hmm. of 35 million. So if he takes 35 next year and then re-ups for the Supermax, after t- it's like 10 years of play or whatever it is, you can re-up. So another team, one, can't offer more money, like, say... Than what he's worth. Than, than what he can... Right. They can't offer... Like, if he can get 45 from L.A., uh, the Knicks can't... Like, we'll give you 65. So it, that's why basketball can't happen that way. You have a lot of a ask for trades, and they got to match up because it it just can't work work like that. So I, I don't I don't know, man. Um, I I like the I I like Kevin Durant. I don't like Kyrie Irving on his team at all. I'm not a Kyrie Irving fan. So what um, you just spot up trade? See if you can move him for but James they're not Harden. going to because they're best friends. I know they teamed up. I'd together. rather have Harden than, than Kyrie any day of the week. Listen, I'll say this though: out of all the teams in the East that made moves in this, in this, to me, Atlanta's been the one that's gotten better, and that's crazy because of how bad the Atlanta Hawks have done so far. But I mean, they went out there and got veteran leadership and Rondo. I liked the Okongwu uh, draft that they made for him. Uh, just that they've they've been making some moves too. One thing we've had a problem with with the Hawks is they have been so young. But one thing that they've done now is tried to mix in veteran leadership. And that's what's really going to be good for them going forward. They're still going to have, you know, Trey Young out there shooting up 45-foot jump shots. Why did Rondo sign with them? That's weird. I don't know. Maybe maybe that, they maybe they wanted the money. That's like, um, so my theory on, well, I said it Saturday, but I'll see what you think. I don't understand why Rondo would sign there as a, Veteran, mm-hmm. he's is it? Is he not ring chasing? He's not like unless, you're, you're, you're uh, unless he's happy that he got this one and said I'm. Say, I'm well, he's I'm already got money. That's, he got, got two. one. He got two. He got so one what, in Boston. But, but like, think about it. What's he choosing? He's not going to be a starter. He's going to be a backup on a team that mm-hmm. may make the playoffs, not even contend for a title. Yeah. So like, what's his game there? What's his? Is it just what, whoever would give me the most money? Is is that what what he? I, went I with? think that's what he was really looking for. You know, it may be, and I, I don't want to hate. I'm not going to hate on it. It's just weird. That's the same thing with you see Howard signing in Philly. Mm-hmm. Why would he sign up to be Embiid's like, backup? They just got you know Bogdanovich as well in Atlanta, right? Because I, he I, could he couldn't make it to Milwaukee. Yeah, he didn't want. He so he's he's with Sacramento <laughs> he now, or there. from Sacramento now. He's in Atlanta, so right. that's that's another score that they've got, right? I, you know, I've just looked at all these moves that Atlanta has been able to, or not really moves, just people that have wanted to sign with them. And and I'm just like, hey, that's great for you because you've got the young nucleus right there. You've got the, the Cam Reddish that you drafted out of Duke. And 
the kid out of Virginia. I don't know why his name's escaping me that you drafted year before, and Trey Young and the Okongwu that you brought in this year. And bringing in a veteran point guard, because this is what the difference is. Trey Young can score a lot, but Rondo's going to come in there and be your assist guy. He's going to be your facilitator and more of a floor general than Trey Young is, oh, and right. Trey Young can learn from him. So they, they got they got a real opportunity to fight for the eighth seed. I feel like, and I know people are saying, oh, well, it's just the eighth seed. They're going to get bounced in the first round. For some of these teams, just being able to make the playoffs is a great sign compared to what you were last year. That's what I don't like. Listen, uh, people need to listen to Hornets fans more often. We're the experts on this. I'd rather make the playoffs than be the 10 seed. Mm-hmm. I mean, then then have the 10th pick. Because if I make the playoffs, I'm getting a 16th pick. What the hell's the difference between 10 right. and 16? And you could say you at least made the playoffs. But people are like, don't sign Hayward or don't sign Russell Westbrook and 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 build your team. We've been building our team for 30 fucking years, Hunter. I'm tired of it. First of all, let me let me re- let me address stupid. the Gordon Hayward hate. Did you see what Skip Bayless tweeted? No, I maybe I did, maybe not. I don't know. Because I commented on it. I don't know if you had saw my comment. What he what was wrong? Essentially, with he said. Michael Jordan was over overpaid for him, which I can agree on the overpaying, but he said to pan basically he said to pander to a demographic. <laughs> he was pulling the fucking race card <laughs> on because he he Jesus he was pulling the race card because Ugh. Michael Jordan signed a player that was white for a big contract. I did see and I saw Max Kellerman say, I'm just surprised he didn't pick a Tar Heel. How many Tar Heels does he pick? He hasn't picked any Tar Heels. I, mean, I saw Max Kellerman say that exact same like, shit. Like what? Tar do you guys watch? Rosters? Do you guys pay attention to the league? Name one or, Tar Heel on their roster. They don't have a Tar Heel on their roster. So I'm like, they got a Kentucky player on their roster. They got a Kansas player on right, their roster. Right. They don't have a Tar Heel in, player. In, in fact, what's funny about that though, Hunter, if he only drafted ACC guys, he would have probably a decent team right now. Yes, because he drafted if he, Duke if, right, players, Duke, Florida, Florida State, State, State players. That's guys. what I'm saying. If he would have just drafted ACC guys. Instead of taking chances on people he's never seen play before, like Lamelo Ball, and Lamelo didn't even play college basketball. <laughs> right, he played overseas. Like, I, 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 I I hated that take so much by Skip. Like how so people so quick triggered to pull that race card out. Well, what he, did he mean by demographic? White people gonna go watch the game regardless who you bring in. Shit, it, I'm just happy you brought in somebody that can actually kind of play. That's weird. Um, the um. I mean, Hayward. Shit, man. Uh, I don't know who's. I don't know who. I don't know anybody who's like. I'm gonna go watch Gordon Hayward play because he's white. Like, I don't know anybody. The weirdest, that's the weirdest stuff ever. Like, like if to, anything, they're. If anything, you look at Gordon Hayward and you say, "Wow!" A they say it more like this. Wow, I can't believe a white boy's playing like that. I'm gonna. Expl- that's exactly how they talk about. <clears throat> I'll explain his contract and all that stuff. Like as far as Charlotte's concerned, we, I'm we glad that about- I'm glad they just waved Nick Batum to even make the con. I feel like they should have done that a year or two ago. See, but here's the problem with that: they couldn't do it a year or two ago because you have to. Okay, <clears throat> NBA contracts are guaranteed. Right. So he Batoon's owed twenty seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. If they did it last year, they would have owed him fifty million dollars. And you have to spread it when you cut some see in the NFL you can just cut somebody and not pay them. Right. In the NBA if you cut them, you still gotta pay them. So when they cut Batum, they spread it over three years. So it's nine nine nine. So they saved six uh, eighteen million dollars on the cap to get Hayward in there. So that's how that worked for that. Now the reason they couldn't wouldn't do it last year, Hunter, split split up fifty four divided by three. Yeah, that's big. Now it's eighteen million on your cap for three years. So that's 
they 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 shot themselves in the foot with that pick. Now, well, they, sh- I mean, they shot that themselves signing. in the foot. Yes, bringing him in. But regardless of the fact, he's out. He's out of the building now. Right. So that's he's, good. He's Marvin Williams is gone. MKG is gone. gone. Um, that's those are good. Beyond boat, good not signs. gone. Yeah. What the fuck? They love him. I guess it's just because he hustles hard. Sometimes you got to have that guy. Like, why do you think Terry sits here and loves Draymond? Like he does some shit. <laughs> all seven points of his. <laughs> he just what, hustles. He so whatever. Seven but, but but I liked the Gordon Gordon Hayward signing, and I know you said it. It's like, well, this was really five years too late. You know what? I can agree on that because I wish. And that's not their fault. That's no, no, that's not their fault. Utah, Utah match. matched them. That's the truth. But Gordon got screwed in Boston by really two things. The first one was injuries. He became very injury-prone when he was with the Celtics. And so he couldn't really ever be in the rotation for a while. And because of his injuries, what did that allow to happen? The emergence of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Because those two essentially took over his spot, his role. Well, yeah, there's no room. There was no, there's no room for him. See, they would have done. Gordon Hayward thrived and was a fringe all-star in the West on Utah because he was the, he was the guy. Mm-hmm. And I think me and you can sit here and say he's now first scoring option in, in, in Charlotte right now, correct? Uh, right. So I think he can get back to that. Whether he does, like gets close or not, I have no problem with that. Here's what— Because it's either him or Devontae Graham that are going to be the scorers because I think LaMelo comes, I think LaMelo comes in and is a facilitator. I think that's what he does. I think, and you know what? That'd be fine. Man, if I was a coach, I, I honestly I don't want to know what I'd do with this damn team. Like I just I just don't. Um so Well technically you, you got one through three figured out. It's either gonna be Graham it? or Lamello at one, Graham or Lamello at two, and then Hayward at three. Other than that, you gotta have your two bigs. But Terry. I'm He's serious. I want, man a year. I'm looking at you and I'm gonna say this. I want them to move off well, Terry that, and get a big man. I agree, but they haven't yet. I know they haven't yet. And so so here's the Hayward thing to to people live in this world where they think everything's equal and it's not hmm. charlotte has to overpay free agents right that's exactly right, right. So that's they the, can't they cannot right. help that that so is sharp that's step one in this process of hayward whether he deserves 30 million or not if the back if cody zeller deserves 10 million a year being a backup center i think hayward deserves close to 30 being a, a starter a starter. now here's what's crazy about it is gordon hayward just signed for more money than shaq got with the lakers that's the yeah. Gordon Hayward signed the <laughs> largest it. contract in Hornets history, and that's one thing the kids today need to do in the league that they never do. Don't they need to thank Michael Jordan for getting the money that he got? If it wasn't for him and the guys before them, and Michael thanked the Birds and the Magics, if it wasn't for the guys before you, you wouldn't be getting paid what you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Think about it. if you're Michael, the owner of a team, and you have to write a check. To Gordon Hayward, more than you more ever than made. you ever got paid, or right at the same as you got paid, and you're Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. When you look at it that way, yes, it's overpaying it. But then when you look at it this way, if they don't pay him one twenty, somebody's gonna pay him a hundred, mm-hmm. and then we don't have nobody that can score 15, 20 points a game. We don't have a shooter. Well, see, that's how I'm looking at it. Is I think Lamelo is going to be able to score anywhere between twelve to fifteen. I'm not saying he because we know he's Start not going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hunter. Yes. He's not going. Kevin, he can get at least to the rim. This We're, is not just a shooter's league. Playing? He's either playing shooting guard or point guard. 
What position is Devontae Graham playing? He's either shooting guard or point guard. <laughs> and what is Devontae Graham average last year? 19 points, so it's almost 20 points. Yeah. And Gore, so I'm looking at this and saying, you're close to your 60-point mark. Because even if Devontae scores 20, Hayward scores 20, and say LaMelo gets 12. I would be surprised. Then that, that's it, at least 52. I'll be surprised, You're close honey, to your 60 mark. If LaMelo averages 10 points a game in his NBA career. Oh, it. What ten I points will, a game in his career? I'll be I'll be surprised. He gets it. I'll be I'll be one hundred percent surprised it. if he gets he gets 10 it because he's game. better than Lonzo. He'll get it. He'll get What's it. he better at than Lonzo? He is a better scorer than Lonzo. Okay, Lonzo is known for facilitating in defense. I'm not sitting here saying he's going to shoot the lights out, but he can at what average twelve to fifteen. They play one on one right now. Who wins? Probably Lamelo. Well, the problem is is Lamelo still has a baby boy body. Lonzo in his second year when he, he got into the offseason put some weight on him. It's been three years. Here's Lonzo's averages. Probably Ten, like, yeah. six, and six. Now, that right there is exactly what I would expect from the other kid. I, when I, just, I just guessed 10 points a game, Hunter, without even knowing, and that's what Le, his brother's averaging. Like, his game, I don't, know what, I, I don't know what scouts are looking at. How do you say this, Hunter? He can't shoot. Not only can he not make the shots, his shot is awful and it's broke. Then he can't guard anybody that's going to be he's going to be out there playing against. Right. So let's take him third. Did you see what the Sun? I mean, the Spurs did at eleven. No, I don't remember what they, they did. took the kid Vassal from Florida, oh, Florida State. State. You know what his scouting report was? He's good. Same height. He's good. He's a forty-five percent three-point shooter who can guard anyone. He's good. I like Vassal out of Florida State. Why is he not? Why didn't we pick him instead? He's good. Wait, hold on. You hold on. <laughs> this guy's six seven. He can shoot and play defense. This guy's six seven. He can't shoot and he can't play defense. But he's better. I know. I'm not asking you. I'm just saying. How does anyone? How does, how does the scouting reports look at that and say that? What do you What do you see from Lamelo Ball that says he's better than Vassal or he's better than Toppin or he's better than anybody? They say he can't shoot and can't play defense. Listen, that's that's like the two things in basketball listen, you do. You know who else can't shoot and is a semi-good defensive player when he came in? Still can't shoot. Ben Simmons. That's very true. Ben Simmons was six, is 6'10". Six, now he's three inches taller. But Ben Simmons, even in his rookie year, averaged 15, almost 16 points a game. Mm-hmm. This league, you can still score when you drive the lane. The difference is, is that's why I'm saying, though, as well, in this, you really don't have to ask LaMelo to score a whole lot. You could run. No, no, a, you you're could, right. He don't he, have. He to. can be the facilitator. But but they don't have. Their problem is Hunter. <laughs> their best score is another point guard. Yes. Well, you could move him at shooting guard, and I think he'd be just as good. Okay. Well, if you move because Lamelo is a better way. passer than the. Right, put it this way: you put both of those in the game. You got Graham and Melo in the game. Mm-hmm. What happens when the Nets put KD at the two? Well, you. St- <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can still you can still move whoever is you at the. Hit. Smoked. It's called matchups. <laughs> you don't just match up a one on a one and a no, two on a two. Again, That's what I'm, I'm saying. Hunter, you can you can move if anybody. They put KD at two. You have to take one of those other two guys off the floor, right? Yeah, but they're not running KD at no two. He's played two plenty of times. He's played four and three more he than plays anywhere. Two four. He plays two to four depending on the matchup. I'm saying if you're the Nets and the Hornets walk out there with Ball and Graham, I'm right. putting KD at the two and be like. Fuck yeah, but, yeah, but at this case, Kevin, Charlotte ain't winning shit no way, so no. just it doesn't matter which one he plays at. No. Let, and here's the thing. Let Kevin Durant go off for 30 or 40. If nobody else on that team can score, it really don't matter. Well, what, 
a hunter. I don't. <laughs> okay. If nobody else on that on that Nets team can score, it really don't matter. So so Lamelo shutting down Kyrie too. I look. You're listen. There's nobody on this on any team in the NBA. So what you said was almost like to the extreme. Nobody's shutting down Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. No matter who guards him. Nobody's shutting down Kyrie unless they're bigger than he is and can body him up. So that that analogy right there, it's a lose-lose either way if you're the Hornets. No, what I'm saying is that if they have Durant at the three or four, you can play P.J., Miles Bridges. You you're right. Gordon Hayward. You're right. If you put Durant at the two and everyone else on the floor is seven foot and then you've got Kyrie out there, Hornets have no prayer of, of offense or defense. Because you want Durant guarding Lamella. What's he going to do on that? I mean, Lamelo can just give the ball up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just this saying. Is a garbage I, team I'm, and organization. We can That's agree. We can agree on that. I'm just saying the cannot even. This step is the worst f- pick in NBA history. It is not. <laughs> it is not, and you know it's not. It is the worst pick. It is not ever. And you know what? I'm going to laugh my ass off to the bank if it's, if in his rookie year he at least averages 15. Hunter, I'll bet that right. <laughs> If he averages fifteen, his brother that he's not better than who? Whoa, 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 whoa! Who said that he's not better than Lonzo? I am. I am. Are you a Are you a professional NBA scout? (laughs) Well, they're doing a horrible job. I'm just saying. Anthony Bennett got picked number one. I'm just saying. Sam Bowie got picked over uh, Michael Jordan. Exactly, and you're trying to say this is a worst pick ever. No, what I'm saying is that scouts are dumbasses that say things like, "Listen to this, okay, Hunter." We had the third pick, right? And everybody says, this, "Oh, I know." And everybody says, "This is the this is the three players are are the best players in the draft, right?" And what they said was that no matter what Charlotte did, they were going to get one of the top three. Well, don't you think the other two are going to pick the two better players? <laughs> so we end up with the shit of the three best players who can't shoot and can't play defense. What's he going to do? And everybody says he's a playmaker. So this this is the best case scenario, Hunter. Lamelo dribbles around. He drives to the basket and then he kicks it to someone else. That's the third pick in the draft. That's what I mean. Like you got to get twenty-five points from the third pick. Twenty points. We're getting ten. They'll never. Nobody just, in this, this draft most, though is getting twenty. This is the most hot garbage thing of all no. time. No. This is worse than MKG. Listen. This is worse than MKG. Listen. MKG can at least guard somebody. Technic. Kind of. He wasn't a great defender that he made him out to be. But nah, damn. This, is, this pick is not going to be as bad as you think it is. But I'm not going to sit here. I'm not sitting here trying to make you think it's going to be a great pick. It's not bad. you got to start somewhere. Who'd y'all pick? We picked Avdija. Yeah, better than we got. You, you Let me go read the scouting report. You keep over. I'm going to read the scouting okay, report. Okay, we can read scouting <laughs> reports all the time. But how, said, many scouting reports said, have been, how many scouting reports that. have been wrong? <laughs> you just told me. How many that. times I, have we NBA sat scout. here and said these scouting reports have been wrong? Everybody thought, you know, they just talked. Right. Uh, Chris just made a great point. They thought Greg Oden was going to be the shit. Right. And he just wasn't. Right. And they think Lamelo is going to be, and he's not. I've seen this stance before. I've seen this movie plenty of times. I can see when a player is going to. His brother, Hunter, is 10, 6, and 6. If you get 10, 6, and 6, him, that's fine. At the 10th pick or the 15th pick. Number three? Mm-mm. Avdija, man. I got to read. I got to find that thing I was reading. It was incredible. Like, reading everyone behind him was just like, this is what happened. 
I don't think it's on ESPN. Let's see. Draft grades. That's probably what I should pick, shouldn't I? MKG got an A- minus draft grade back in the day. He'll be better than you think he is. <laughs> For his role, he will be better than you think it is. And here's the thing. What, what, are you, what are you really expecting this year anyways as a rookie? I mean, he could always get better. No. No, well, okay. No, yeah, no, I mean, no, no, no. I don't expect any. No, no. I don't expect anything from rookies. I, I don't think expect anybody to help anybody win a championship this year in a rookie season. No, no. no. But, but again, I mean, you never know. He could get better. Lonzo's shot was a whole lot worse looking when he came in the league than when he got around some of these people. Who actually, knew what the hell they were doing. But it, then that comes back to me. Is Lonzo my, ever going to make an All Star team? I mean, I don't no, know. No. What doesn't matter? What doesn't matter now? That team's not even his. He can't even thrive. Like his job is essentially to just be a facilitator to Zion and Brandon Ingram. Right. That's what it is. Right. But does Magic it, Johnson and doesn't work. Said they're going to put Lonzo's jersey in the state in the Raptors at the Staples Center when he drafted. And then when Magic got out of there, they traded Lonzo. And then guess what? Michael got him. Got his little brother. Same player. Exact same. The only difference is is that he's got uh, longer hair. Lamelo will be better than Lonzo. At what? He will be a better scorer than Lonzo, and he will be, if not the same, just as good as a facilitator than Lonzo. And here's the thing: now with this, with you bringing in Gordon Hayward, you're not asking Lamelo to go out there and be a scorer. He can be a little bit more of a facilitator. I mean, the guy's got. I mean, you can bring him in, and they can learn. I mean, he can try and get better at scoring as the year, maybe a year or two goes on. Not many people walk into the league in our Zion and they, and John Morant and they get twenty I wanna, points per game. I want to buy a jersey that I wouldn't be embarrassed for my kid to wear. You can buy Gordon Hayward's jersey. Maybe you can buy Devonte Graham's jersey. I like Devonte Graham. He was a guy that stayed three to four years in college and came out and worked his way up through the G League and got it. I'm not saying I don't like Graham. I do like Graham. He's a, he's good value. See, that's great value. My Think my this, baby Hunter. cousin has a second cu- round. Yeah, Devontae Graham in mm-hmm. his second year or was the first year averaged nineteen and eight. Oh yeah, and he should have so won most improved. So we're getting that from the number three pick this year. What this year? Nineteen and eight. Are we getting nineteen and eight as a rookie? Him? I don't know. Graham did not in his second year or not in his first year. He was in the G League. <laughs> well, his first year in the NBA. His first year, yes, in the NBA. He went nineteen and eight. Will we get that from our number three pick, yes or no? no? No, but you might get 12 and 10. We can pick in the second round a guy that gets 19 and 8, but we can't do it with the three pick. That's what I want. I want 19 and 8. Well, Kevin, I don't know <laughs> if he's going to. He could he's because he, like has, he has to go through this whole offseason of workouts. Actually, well, actually, it's a shorter offseason, so he's just going to be thrown in there. It's just going to be so different for all these rookies. They, not everybody just walks in the league as a Zion or Ja last year. All and of, an average 20 plus. All of his highlights this year will be, I would say 90% of LaMelo's highlights will be alley-oops to Miles Bridges. And that's it. That'd be fun Hey, to guys, watch. we're going to go to the game. I'm going to take my kids, my cousins. Y'all want to go see LaMelo play? He's going to throw a heck of a pass in the third quarter to Miles Bridges. We're going to waste all. We're going to spend two hours at a ball game. Hey, we're going to buy tickets. Lob City, Lob City just, just so made its way to Lob City just made its LaMelo way to the East Coast. Ball. That is what the Clippers were. Lob City you know from Chris Paul to Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. You know what I hope? This is my dream, Hunter. You ready? I hope LaMelo Ball goes out there and plays great this year and averages 15. <laughs> he didn't average 15 in Australia. How's he going to do it in the NBA? Explain that. Please explain that to me. Against grown-ass men in Australia who can't jump higher than 12 inches, he couldn't get 
15 he's points a game, it. and he averaged 26 from three. But in the NBA, where they play real defense and have like long people who can move, he's going to double up his stats on those Yeah, guys. he'll do it. <laughs> Give him a shot. Here's my dream scenario. You ready? Michael, first day of practice. Calls him in. You and me, son, one-on-one. Michael beats him 11-1 to and says, that was for your fucking daddy. I'm trading you to Sacramento right now. Get the hell out of here. Peace! No, that ain't going to happen. Perfect scenario. Michael gets his revenge because he would smoke LaMelo Ball right now, Matt, one-on-one. 55 years old would smoke LaMelo. No. If you get beat by your owner at basketball, you shouldn't be drafted. LaMelo couldn't beat him. Not right now. Maybe in five years. Not right now. No. That's, the, that's the whole point. That's like We don't no. give these guys any time to, to, to try and develop. A 19-year-old 19, a 19 number three pick should be able to beat a 55-year-old man. That's just a fifty-five-year-old man. I, I'm not all fifty-five-year-old men are Michael fucking Jordan. <laughs> That's true. That's but what I'm st- saying. But if you're the three third pick in the draft, Hunter, at nineteen years old, maybe you should be able to beat a fifty-five. Michael Jordan was beating a guy even in his forties, right? So like he probably can beat half saying, the now, people on that team. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he could probably still beat anybody on that team, one on one. Probably even no, Devonte. Nah, he probably couldn't beat Gordon. He couldn't stay in front. Yeah, he ain't beat Gordon. He couldn't okay. stay in front of. Uh, he would have. I tell you who he'd have trouble with: Miles Bridges and Devontae. Well, Miles's athleticism mm-hmm. is ridiculous, and Devontae would just spot up shoot him. Like yeah, because, but, well, put it the, because this is what he'd do to Gordon. He would just back him in and do fadeaways on him all day. He can guard Gordon probably. Um, I don't think he can stay in front At of fifty-five right now. Yeah, Gordon's got a broke leg. He ain't hurt. Well, Jordan ain't either. <laughs> like, <laughs> who's Hayward going by, Hunter? In fact, Hayward might not even get the ball if he lets Jordan score. First, and you play make it, take it. Do they play make it, take it when you go one-on-one? Depends. <laughs> All right. I was trying to find my damn grades because I wanted to read you the scout. The scouting things are just funny, just reading down who did what to match up. For and we had it Saturday, and I'm trying to find it, but I, I can't. Um, other new NBA news and notes besides the hot garbage that is the Charlotte Hornets. Um, you had Holiday ends up in Milwaukee. Bledsoe and Steven Adams in New Orleans. Now they've got Bledsoe. What, what about them, Hunter? Are they a playoff team now? Um, what makes New Orleans a playoff team is how Zion comes out next year. And what I mean by that is really it's his weight and his health. I mean, he was on and off last year with mm-hmm. some sort of knee injury. Um, they said a lot of it might have had to do with his weight. I know he kind of got nicked in it. It's like he just got bumped into it, and it just really messed it up. That's been the knock I've had on Zion. I think he can be an all-time great. The problem is, is he needs to lose about 20 pounds because the wear and tear eventually on his joints is just going to be too much that he might only last eight to nine years. You know, we always said the same thing in, in the NFL. Running quarterbacks don't last long. Why? Because they take such a beating. Mm-hmm. And the same thing can be said about Zion. I mean, he might not last very long because his body just won't hold up that that long. And especially, think about how Shaq got eventually. It didn't matter where he went on his long tour of playing with multiple teams after winning it with the Lakers and, and with the Heat. His body would just give up on him at some point. He would just be hurt. He wouldn't play full seasons. And, I mean, he could still be on the court. And is such a, a force to, to be reckoned with, but 
the best ability, what we say in all sports, is availability. And if Zion's not on the court, I mean, what was the point? I'm trying to find out. Now, I will say this. comparison to, to I will Zion say this. Wise. I will say this. There's no guarantee that this Pelicans team is Zion's right now. Because Brandon Ingram's still a baller. Brandon Ingram is a, and I'm going to put this nicely, is a poor man's Kevin Durant. He can score at will. He's tall. He's lanky. The only thing he's lacking is maybe his defense and the the consistency of scoring that Kevin Durant does. But he can mm-hmm. still go out there and get you 34 on any night. I like Brandon Ingram. Um, I watched him play one of these state championship games. God almighty. He's still awful young. Um, mm-hmm. He is and he's got ball young. skills. He's got, he can shoot. Like, if, if LaMelo could shoot like him, mm-hmm. Like I would be happy, but he can't, and that's that's the thing. I've, I've Hunter, I've just seen it for too too many years. Here's a comparison. I, I've been trying to compare Zion to somebody. The weight is is tough to get to. It's two eighty, okay? right? So Second heaviest in the league. Here's who I compared him to in college. You know when we I said we've seen Zion, we've seen Zion before, a six foot six or six foot seven, power forward, left hander who does three sixties. His name. Ladies and gentlemen, was Rodney Rogers. Uh, Rodney played at Wake Forest. He was a stud. Uh, ended up uh, in an accident and getting paralyzed. Rodney, uh, 6'7", 235, Hunter. That's a big boy. Not really. Two, the Chaz is 230. Well, I think about that. <laughs> I thought he was big until I looked at Zion. Well, I was about to say, and Carl if you look at Zion's weight compared to his, there's nowhere close. I can't find and see, somebody that big. And that's, that's the two, problem. He's listed at 285. 280. If you drop him down to 260, even LeBron at his heaviest in the days in Miami when he was such a freight mm-hmm. train was 260. Hunter, but even then, line, after, if I told you he was 6'6", 285. That's a big boy. That's a good lineman, isn't That's it? a good lineman. He's, he's kind of lean for his height. He's, he's, he's almost athletic. lineman size, guys. Like Shaq was too big to be an offensive lineman, 7'2". But six six two two eighty five, and they've made good comparisons or not comparisons. What's they've they've, they've made what, how am I trying to put this? His play style is what can really lead to some injuries for his size. Right, exactly. He's so explosive and he attacks the basket all the time. And him using that much force, everybody's talking about it. And and I and I have to just re- reiterate it because. It's you can just see it. It's agreeable. How much force is it going to take on his joints to get two hundred and eighty-five pounds up again consistently? For it, it, it's it's probably not the up part. It's the coming down. Oof. So yeah. so you're landing on your ankles at two hundred eighty pounds. Whether or not you know you're in shape, you're not fat or whatever. Ankles weigh getting two hundred. Remember, a offensive lineman doesn't jump they two don't foot know. in the air. No. A defensive lineman doesn't jump up 10 foot in the air no. and hang on the rim. And, and they got knee people. braces and ankle braces all over them. So he, you're right, it's it's 280 is way too much. I'm telling you, I think he would Listen have more longevity at 260. Julius Peppers, 6'7", mm-hmm. 265. He's bigger than Julius Peppers, Hunter. Not height-wise, he's shorter. He's, he's one, one inch shorter, but he's the same size, but he's got 20 more pounds on Peppers. Now you don't think Peppers had a pretty good weight program? 
<laughs> like lifting and all that. Yeah, I think he he was pretty he was pretty real. Well, what did I say? He when probably he got, maxed out his. What did I say when he got drafted by New Orleans? He's one bad weekend away from being overweight. Being the like, def, being the defensive it, end for the. He's, He'd be a heck of a defensive end. Hey, listen. He's pepper size. He'd be a heck of a tight end, too. Son of a gun. He's got jumping ability to go up and get that football. Good Lord. That's true, but I'd still want him on defense. I don't know what, <laughs> his, I don't know what his breakaway speed is, Hey, what about him blocking field goals? I don't know what his... Well... I, don't, I just... I don't know what his breakaway speed is. Right. I don't remember what his 40 was, but... In all seriousness... Physically, he is a freak. Pepper's left-handed too. He's probably one of the most freakish athletes I've ever seen come out since LeBron. The problem is, I don't think it's sustainable his weight. We'll see what he, he can has do. to be. He has for me the safest weight for him would be two sixty, two seventy for me would still be pushing it. So Carl Malone was six nine, two sixty, two fifty. Zion is six six, two eighty. Three inches shorter and 30 pounds more. Now, you can argue about whether it's muscle or not, but damn, Carmel Owen was ripped. Listen, I don't care. I don't <laughs> so, care if it's muscle or fat. That's right, still that's heavy. That's still heavy. If you do, like, let's just do this. <sighs> Ideal. <laughs> How high can he jump, Hunter, if you weigh two? Weight <laughs> at six foot six. But. You know what I mean? An ideal weight for six foot six. This is if you are a male. This is from bannerhealth.com. Yeah. Is anywhere between the skinniest would be 193 to 235. Yeah. He is six six and is 30, no, 50 50 pounds heavier. 50 pounds. And uh, everybody can argue, yeah, muscle weighs more than fat. You're 110% correct. But damn, if your joints aren't made to hold that kind of weight, he's got plenty plenty of baby fat. Yeah, he's still got that. Young Barker. You can body. see him. You can see it in him. If he was, that's what I'm saying. If he could lose at least 15, it doesn't even have to be the full 20. Mm-hmm. If he could lose 15 more pounds, I would go ahead and add another two to three years onto his NBA expected career. Yeah, I just, you, I, you, you're right on the way. I think there's a, AC, he'll have feet problems. There's, there's an ACL, ankle, or probably a broken foot, like the bottom of your foot. Those mm-hmm. bones, those get broke a lot on the weight bearing guys. Like landing again. Like he jumps higher than I ever could, if, and he weighs and, 125 pounds. And, more than and me. it's all based <laughs> on him, seriously. And it is all based on him whether or not I think the Pelicans are a playoff team. He has to keep that weight, and he cannot become injury prone. You just can't. You can't. I mean, even Tyreek Evans when he came in the league was a freak athlete. He was nowhere near that size, but injuries and inconsistent play it just that just is what kept him out. Uh, give me your um, Eastern and Western Conference Finals right now. Right now, oh man, I still think the Bucks are the best team in the East. Um, I'm trying to think if Miami really added somebody because it's hard for me to say that you know they wouldn't make it back. Boston is going to be intriguing to watch. So if you had to ask me right now, I think I would say Milwaukee and Boston. I think I think the Raptors lost too much. They lost Mark Gasol, and they also lost Serge Ibaka. He's not there anymore. So they've, to me, those are two really key defensive players, uh, and they lost both of them. So to me, it's going to be Boston and Milwaukee. And this is just based off of what we've seen in free agency. And in the West, I have... 
I hate to say it, but damn, I had the Lakers. Where did Ibaka go? Ibaka signed with the Clippers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he signed with the Clippers. Um, But I will say this. A team to watch in the East, you are going to hate to hear me say this, but it will be the 76ers. Hornets. The it, Hornets. You just told me LaMelo. I know. I think the Hornets will <laughs> fight for an eight spot. Seriously, I think they will. Um, It will be the 76ers, and it is because not – that they signed Dwight Howard. That's just going to be an extra. I don't know what... I, and see, that makes me question what they're going to do with Joel and Ben, whether they just keep them. But it's the fact that they have brought in um, shooters. They brought in Danny Green. They brought in another shooter. I can't think of off the top of my head. I think his last name was Richardson. Um, they're bringing in shooters, which is what made them really good a few years ago to have shooters around them. So I, I would watch them. But um, So in the East, I would have Boston and Milwaukee right now in the... West, Lakers, and I don't want to be that guy that goes Lakers, Clippers because it didn't happen last year, and I want to see it. But we got months to talk about this, Hunter. So I mean, this is you've you've took way longer than I thought it was going to take. Just name two teams. I just do Lakers, Clippers. That's fine. <laughs> All right, you got in finals. Lakers, Bucks. Probably Lakers, right. Bucks. Captain Chalk next to me. I can't help it. I'm writing down what I want, and I'm going to stand by it for the whole year. Uh huh. Nets Nuggets. I would be the that would make me the happiest finals viewer of all time. I've watched so many finals where I hate one team or another, and now I had to pull one where you got and if those two teams play each other. I'll be in my happy little clam, eating popcorn, enjoying the finals for once. It's been a while. I, I enjoy the finals. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. You didn't have the Nets in your top three. No, I just don't know. I just don't know. What do you mean I didn't have in my top three? I think they'll be top three. No, you said Boston and Milwaukee were going to be in your Eastern Conference Finals, and you said maybe Philly. No, I said the team to watch for is Philly. Right. I didn't. I didn't say that they'd be third. Okay, so Nets the third? Nets would probably be third. Them or Toronto, because Toronto seems to always be able to compete. I don't know. The, because the problem is there is I'm, no Toronto. That's right. I'm it's sorry. Tampa. They're freaking Tampa. It's Tampa. The damn Tampa Bay. They're the Raptors. Tampa. Tampa Bay Raptors. Tampa Raptors. Listen, hey, that's the power of Tom Brady. Everybody's coming to Tampa now. I guess. Everybody's coming to Tampa. <laughs> Players and teams. That's fun. And watch the Rays leave. That'd be hilarious. Um, so, it, a couple other questions before we get off here. Um, yes. How about, um, and this was my, what I said Saturday. This is, I'm sticking by this. Mm-hmm. We talked about LaMelo. I know I'm going to make you mad even more with this one. If I was the Hornets, besides playing LaMelo one-on-one and then trading him and just being the number one story in the world, what they should do, seriously, call Golden State and offer LaMelo the next two first-round picks for Steph. Dude does. Would Golden State consider it? Mm, probably not. Probably let me not. Put you, let me put you. Let's say Hunter is the GM of the Golden State Warriors. And I say, Hunter, you got Steph Curry. He's, what, 32 years old, something like that, 30 years old. He's got some ankle issues. He's a small point guard. Your shooting guards, next time he plays, will be first time he plays a full season in four years. About last year, you know, with the ACL, then this year, the 60 games, the, the, whatever that was, then now the ACL or, or Achilles. This could be four years. So how old are the Warriors going to commit to that group? Because think about it. 
Hunter, I can give you LaMelo now. So there's your point guard. You got Wiggins. You got Wiseman. You just traded for Kelly Oubre. There's four starters you'd have under 25 years old. And you got Draymond sorry as you can get rid of any time. Somebody will take him. A contender will take him to play hard on their team. So if you're the Warriors, you've got to set a date, Hunter, at some point, don't you? Don't you got to plan five years down the road or ten years down the road and say, realistically, are we going to ride Steph out till he's 40 or are we going to try to get rid of him or going to just let him walk on a free agent? Because right now, are they going to win championship this year without Clay Thompson? Not now. They, remember, this time was it last year? I guess they had Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant, or the year before. Mm-hmm. And now they got nothing but Steph and Draymond and a bunch of young guys. And if I'm Golden State, if Lamelo's what everybody says, I'd really consider it. If you were their GM, would you? like what? That's what I'm saying. Like what? Point, Is Jerry what year, West what still year over there? No, he's in. He's uh, with the Clippers. Clippers, I think. Never mind. That's um, what I'm saying. Like, at what point? Some point, Steph Curry's career is going to end. Do you want it? On well, your you team, you have to look at them as the as the guys in charge in Golden State and be able to look at each other and agree and say the window is closed. Right. That's exactly what you have That's to say. What I'm is saying right now. we is have we have to say that the window is closed. And I don't think they can do that. You wouldn't have made the trade for Kelly Oubre if you if you didn't think you would at least be able to ride along with Steph this year and compete. Now, if we're talking next year, it's a different story. Steph's 32 right now. He'll be 33 in March. I, it's just, I don't know because George Golden— George winning titles at what, 35, 36? So like, I mean, he's got a few years. Right. And Clay's, Clay's around his age, too. They're still young. They do, but that's my young point is— is the problem is you're not gonna be able to make your team better. This is the problem, though. Unless you got a number, you're gonna have a top draft pick. The problem team. is, Clay is now coming off of an ACL and an Achilles. There's no guarantee he's gonna be the same. Let's say his he game can probably shoot. The I'm same, gonna say his game will be the play fine. Defense. No, he's not gonna be able to play defense like he did. Not and, with, and, not he's, and he's and made his and, and he's Achilles. made all his money off a of three and D guy, right? And a, probably the the best in the league at doing it. I don't know if you make that trade because. Ubre can play, Wiggins can play, Steph can play, and if Wiseman can come in and play, then you still have a good opportunity of right, being Chris, a I'm playoff team. I'm going to tell you what makes sense for both teams. One, the Warriors ain't winning now. They can try to win now. They ain't winning now. Steph Curry is not winning championship by himself. No, not by himself. He needs someone else that can get 25. And ain't nobody on that roster getting it other than Andrew Wiggins. But you still need that third person to get you up to, what, 80, 70? We'll I don't know if 70. they can do it. And their strategy this whole time has been shoot the three. Are they going to be able to do that now without Clay? And it's just Steph. They're going to have to do some type of something. That's fine. I don't. Th- I think their window's closed. It's over. It's done. So you, I, th- so I think they want to try to win. But l- let's say you got three years left of Steph Curry. Well, this year's not going to happen. No. So that means you got to hope next year will, and hope the next year will. Does it, well, do the Nets get better next year? Do the Lakers get better next year? Do the Nuggets get better next year? And then again, you'll be relying on a guy who hasn't played in three years, basically with blown all major tendons. So you're sitting there. That's Golden State's position. You Shoot, can, you I, can think the nu- I think the, the Nuggets team. just got good this year off the draft pick of RJ. Ham- uh, of RJ that might. For that shooting guard. So for, for the Warriors, realistically, you're not winning this year. The only thing you can hope for is LeBron gets hurt and Steph out shoots everybody in the playoffs, right? Okay, so then next year. So that means you got two years. So at what point do you, do you want to restart in two years without Steph? What if he gets hurt in two do you years know and then I, now you have nothing? To do you know them? what I think is going to happen? The Golden State Warriors are going to treat Steph 
exactly like the Los Angeles Lakers treated Kobe. They want to keep him here, even if it's starting Forever. to look real bad. They want to make him a long, a lifelong warrior. I mean, you end up bringing him off the, the bench difference, at some point? The difference would be if Jerry West was still there in Golden State. Because mm-hmm. Jerry West has built teams up for championships, and he's not afraid to move off of somebody if, they, if they're not working out. But the difference is they signed him. The Bay Area, that is Steph's team. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, you think about them. The great Lakers, Kobe's up there. Steph could be considered probably one of the greatest Warriors to play a game. So I feel like that's what's going to happen. That's just what's going to happen. But but the not making sense on the Hornets thing, it definitely makes sense. This is why. In three years, are you going to championship with LaMelo Ball? No. <laughs> are three years, are you going to win it with Steph? No. But There's... I guarantee you're going to sell more tickets with Steph. You're going to watch him hit. You're going to watch him score 30 points a game. Well, He's could... way better than LaMelo Ball. And, for, and, and here's why you wouldn't do it. The Hornets ain't winning shit. Now, five years, whenever. They ain't winning. So so when we compare, we talk about well, Lakers fans, why well, wouldn't do that? Or or uh, or Bucks or Warriors, why well, wouldn't do that? But it, it, you can't apply it to the Hornets, like with the Hayward thing. If you're the Hornets, all I hear is, well, LaMelo's a playmaker. He's going to put butts in the seats. Okay. Steph's a playmaker. He's going to put more butts in the seats, and he's going to hit jump shots for the next three years. I, I, I just don't. If, if in three years or four years, Hunter, you haven't won a fucking playoff game, you should have made the move. Because what did it matter? What did it matter in the end? That you sold some hot dogs? That Michael, you know, sold some extra Air Jordans? What is your end game with Lamelo? If it ain't to stack it with shooters and ballers around him, he's worthless because all he does is pass it to other people. Same thing with Lonzo. You put Lonzo on the Hawks or whatever sorry team, if you don't have anybody to pass it to, what would Lonzo's stats be in Charlotte? You know? No, I don't know. Like, who's he passing it to? He's getting seven assists now, and he's got Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. Mm. If he was doing that to Cody Zeller and MKG, to get what, four assists, three ah, assists? Way less. I don't know. I, but anyway, anyway, I know you don't care about selling tickets, uh, uh, Chris, but I, uh, uh, the Hornets probably are. Um, I don't think they can win. They're not going to win until they get real basketball players and a real team and someone that does, puts real people on the court and – this is. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm done with them because I don't I don't want to pull for another team in the NBA because. Well, I'm fringe on Washington the, anyways for football. Well, the so. NBA is more unfair than about baseball or any of the other sports too. Is like like what chance does here's Charlotte's Charlotte's chance of winning, hit three to five straight lottery picks and overpay someone. Or two people to come in. That's your demographic. That's just the, the city. Only That's way. the city. That's the only way. That's to, the city to, to do it. Only way. So I, I just, you know, they. There's, there's nothing for me to go down there and watch. I don't even want to go as a, as an employer, as as a as a affiliate, worker, as a worker. I, I just, I'd be more interested in talking to Levar Ball in the tunnel than I would be anybody on that team. Well, you know why I would go. I would, I would go to the visitors locker room. All right. We because always, we don't, we do we don't anyway. get to see those teams from the West much. It's just it just it's just getting to the point of of pissing me off, making me angry that it's just nothing but hot garbage out there. And yet let's say he let's say he's his brother and he's successful. Again, eleven points, six rebounds, six assists. I don't give a f I don't give a shit about any of that. I really don't. I want somebody to score 25 points and I can buy a jersey. Right. Kimba was that. 
I mean, you didn't like him, but I mean, that's what Kimball was for the longest time. He at least would go out there. Right. We, need, was we need two or three of them. Not waste number three picks. Hunter, what did MKG pick do to us for 10 years? What if we would have drafted a guy with that pick that averaged 25 points? Damian Lillard. What if we had done? What if we had made the right pick there, Bradley Beal? Listen, how far back I did told, it set us back? What if, y'all told had, what if you, you had MKG and John Wall? Ugh. <laughs> so, so I'm like, would you? Would y'all trade Bill for Wall? Or I, I mean, MKG? No, hell no. I mean, it's Listen, just that's what I mean by missing on a pick. I told you who I would have drafted, and he ended up falling to the eight spot. So I like y'all's guys. If y'all end up trading, um, John. He is demanded. You don't Terry Rozier for him? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want anybody for him. But uh, uh, would y'all take Lamelo? No. Oh God! <laughs> Why not? Because he be as good as John Wall. Listen, not many point guards are <laughs> gonna be better than what John Wall is. Twenty and ten. So we're supposed to get your number three pick. What was John Wall? Is he one? One. Yeah, was he's he one? one. I couldn't remember if, if y'all got him. He was one. Or not. So y'all don't want so who you you gotta take somebody. He's getting traded. No, uh uh-uh. uh. We're keeping him. <laughs> he gonna sit his sorry ass y'all there. Y'all got Rui, Bradley Bill, and Avdesia. And this dude wants out of there. I don't understand. Like uh-huh. that's a point guard's dream right there. Like Lamelo there would work better than in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And he Wall would. in Charlotte would be better than Lamelo. Probably he's scoring. Mm-hmm. Fuck's he gonna do? Throw Alley up to himself? Maybe. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out the strategy here. Okay, whatever this Hornet strategy is. We got three point guards. No shooting guards. No. That's do where we, you would make Do we trade. have any small forwards? Gordon Hayward is a small forward. Okay. And P.J. Washington Bridges. and Miles Bridges, they can play the three or the four. Okay. Besides Gordon Hayward. Now, here's what me and Andre was talking about the other day. Uh, if MKG and LaMelo walked into the Cherville High School gym, Against me and Andre, we'd be favored to win the shooting contest. I, you can say whatever you want about their potential, their height, whatever they want, but honest to God, Hunter, we would dust those two in a shooting contest. And Andre can shoot. I'm not just tapping. I'm just saying about me. This is, Andre can shoot. <laughs> like, dude can shoot. I can shoot too, but damn. Like, it's 10-foot goal, same rim, same ball height. Yeah. Those two cannot shoot. Yeah. No. No. No, they can't. No, they can't. Right now. How do you... How do you have two sons picked top three and neither one of them can shoot a fucking basketball? Not know. only they can either one of them shoot them, they have the worst form ever. It's not even it's not even okay form, Hunter. It's like it's it's a form to where you see it as a sixth grade coach, you're like, dude. But the problem is, who is their coach? LeVar. Dad. Now he did a great job getting them there, but at some point, like, you can't have them shoot mm-hmm. from the chest. Or on Le- Le- Lonzo was shooting on this side of his head right. as a right handed shooter. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey guy, watch this. Uh, uh, watch that elbow. Uh, see that's supposed to be straight up right there, <laughs> not sideways. So yeah. So, uh, Wizards, uh, what do you what do you want for Wall Hunter before we get out of here? What, what do you, you got to get? I'm not taking nothing. <laughs> Who would be available for John Wall trade? I don't know. I don't know if, if we were, listen. If we were going to trade, I don't want to score because I've already got scoring now everywhere. What about Kimba? I would want a facilitator who can at least get me 10 to 12 on on uh, points. Because the problem is, is I'm giving up possibly 10 to 12 on assists. Like, John Wall can go out there and get me a double-double easily. He does great. Easily. He does. He does. I I, I, I like what he does. Um, I don't – he's he's like a – I talked to my buddy the other day, and he said no. He, and he told me this. You might disagree. He said, 
no shit, Hunter. I would, because the talks were Russ Westbrook for John Wall. He said, I would keep John over Russ. I'm glad you said that word because that's the word I was about to say. Those two players are almost the exact same player to me other than the fact Russell Westbrook's got way more dog in him. I told you what I saw. I saw John Wall at these programs trying to look pretty. Russell Westbrook ain't trying to look pretty. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between that's the Michael, the LeBron, the, the Kobe, and the and the Vince, or the Kobe and the teammate. Those are those arguments where somebody's got a little more dog in them. Mm-hmm. But if they'll take if if he's going to leave, hun, you got and you'll get Russell Westbrook, you got to take it. Same thing with Kimba, got to take it. We'll see. <laughs> I don't want him to go, but we'll see. I'm trying to find your team for him real quick. No. Somebody so, uh, who, who in there, you know, Rondo might have been a good trade at that point if they could have done that. But I'm just trying to figure out where, where could where does Wall want to be? Like what what does he want? You know, it's just weird. All right, real quick, let me read you a couple of. Uh, uh, scouting things, improvement areas for Anthony Edwards, still learning how to play on both ends, decision-making is a work in progress, tends to settle for contested jumpers. And Rip. the fact that he came out and said fo- he likes football more than basketball. <laughs> Undisciplined defender who isn't always engaged, motor inten- intensity fluctuates. Uh, but shoot, let's see, strengths, powerful guard with elite length and explosiveness, tough to contain, um, three-level score. Uh, made 42 pull-up jumpers in 32 games. Uh, he can splash the pull-up three. Uh, do, do, do. Let's go down to LaMelo. Now see how, I just want you to listen and see how broad and vague the descriptions are of LaMelo's game. Right. He has elite size for a point guard at 6'7". We know that. Controls the game. From his unique vantage point, with impressive creativity, flair, poise, and instincts. Nice. What? Poise. <laughs> is that how you figure out war? What is that? What kind of scout report is that? Gifted ball handler. Okay. Ooh. Who, some, another thing you can't measure. Mm-hmm. Who plays at different speeds that you can't measure and can make every pass with either hand, which is good. I'll give you. You can. You can. You can throw a pass for Miles Bridges to brick it with either hand. Uh, makes good outlet passes. There you go. Kick it. What number two, three pick? Hey, he makes good outlet passes. Besides Kevin Love. God. Has a chance to be an adequate defender. (laughs) Not even a good one. Adequate. Uh, Due to his combination. This is what's funny about this sentence, Hunter. He has a chance to be an adequate defender on the combination of his terrific size, quick feet, and instincts. So if he's got terrific size, quick feet, and instincts, why can't he be an elite defender? I don't know. Adequate. Well, you know defense is all about the effort you want to give. Exactly. Uh, Here's his improvement areas. Uh, Has struggled to score efficiently throughout his career. Shot just 46% from two and 25% from three. Shoots jumpers unorth- with unorthodox mechanics, including a two-handed release while kicking out his legs. The touch he shows on floaters and a career 82 free throw percentage leaves room for optimism. I like 82 point. Uh, I like the free throws. I, I, I'm going to say that, Hunter. See, I said something good. There you go. I like his free throws. Um, but floaters over Australian guys are a little bit different than floaters over NBA centers, don't you think? Well, Maybe. Besides, was it Bogut? Was he the one from Australia? <laughs> I, I think. think he was, yeah. Lacks a degree of high-end explosiveness. Creating offense from a standstill and beating opponents off the dribble. 
doesn't have strength to finish and when he does create around the basket. Relies on a lot on tough floaters and other difficult attempts inside the arc. He's an indifferent defender for much of his career. Reverts back to that frequently, especially off the ball. Struggles to get over screens due to his lack of strength. Has is maligned at many times for his worth ethic and level of focus. So there's his scattering report. Take it with it for what you want. Now let me read you Devin Vassals as we this is the last thing before we get out of here. Intriguing physical profile at six foot seven with a reported seven foot wingspan. Late bloomer physically, wiry and agile, light on his feet. Not the most explosive athlete, but length allows him to finish above the rim in transition. Three and D pro, uh, potential, not the most traditional shooting mechanics, but he hit 41% from three on 168 attempts in college. Disruptive on the defensive end, two steals on one block per game or per 40, per 40 minutes. Chases around uh, other point, even chases other around point guards at times. Has a little more shot creation and potential than most three and D wings. Improve improving as a ball handler. Can play pick and roll. Comfortable rising up in mid range off the dribble. So there's him. He was drafted by the Spurs. Now between the Spurs and the Hornets, Hunter, who's had the better draft history, per se? Spurs. By a little or a lot? A lot. So if I would make a bet, I'm not going to. Oh, I did with Terry this weekend, maybe. If I made a bet with Terry and said, you know, I'll bet you guys that Vassal has a better career than Ball. Would that be overstating it? No. Okay. I think that'd be just right. Uh, two things, because the Hornets and the Spurs. Mm. Like I said, Ball on Celtics might be a good matchup. Ball on the Hornets, we ain't got nobody. We ain't got Brandon Ingram. We ain't got Zion. We ain't got who's the other one? They just signed down there. They got Eric Gordon down there now. They got um, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams. Like they ain't got got none of that shit. So that's just it's just aggravating to me. Like and and how this stuff happens. Of course, it's my team. We could have picked Hunter. Every other team in the NBA could have picked him, and I'd never mention him again on this show. He would never have been mentioned on this show. Uh When's the last time we talked Lonzo Ball? Uh Have we ever? Not no. this year, because we just started that this year. <laughs> no, we haven't. All right, Hunter, anything else? I, I lost it on. No, huh? Nothing. Nothing at all. Unfortunate. I mean, we'll talk about something else Wednesday. Now, but... Wednesday, we got, what, NFL football. Mm-hmm. And we've got our, we'll do our playoffs things, our rankings and everything else Wednesday. Uh, Denver draft, drafted a kid from Arizona. Is that what you were talking about? Najee? No, that's later. Um, they got RJ Hampton. RJ Hampton was drafted by the Bucks. Was that a trade? Yeah, it was a trade. Okay, so those were those two now for each other. I, I believe so because okay. he's now in Denver. RJ Hampton is. At least in we Denver. didn't draft a guy named Precious. Um, Cole Anthony got to Orlando, so there you go. All right, uh, I guess that'll do it for today. I want to thank everybody for watching and listening to KDC Broadcasting Shock Jocks. Thank you, uh, Nelson. And, and what's funny about you know Spurs draft Hall of Famers outside the lottery? Kawhi, Ginobili. Yeah. <laughs> we are interested. All right. Uh, that'll do it for today, though. Uh, everybody, KDC Broadcasting. Uh, we will be live Wednesday at 2 o'clock. Hit that. Um, I probably need to do that. We'll be live Wednesday at 2 o'clock. That doesn't matter to y'all now. No, that one. We'll get it. People listening like, what the hell are y'all doing? We're just hitting butts, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Hunter Yancey, of course. Follow on Twitter at Hunter Yancey. I'm Kevin Hastings. Our name is Define at KTC Broadcasting. Hashtag KTC. Wednesday, Mondays and Wednesdays at 2 o'clock. Saturdays at 8 a.m. 
And uh, we'll see you guys Wednesday for more uh, sports talk. Thanks for listening on uh, wherever you're doing podcasts, Apple Tunes, Galaxy Net, Spotify, and more. KDCBroadcasting.com.